Welcome back to an all-new episode of Gameware Express. My name is Adam Arinder. We are back to your regularly scheduled podcast on Tuesday, October the 10th, 2023. You are listening to episode number 267 of Gameware Express. And this week is very special, not just because today is 1010. And I love when the dates are the same as the month. It's such a good feeling, right? Yes. This week is actually the 10th anniversary of of our very first episode dating all the way back to 2013, which is insane to think about. And we're celebrating at the end of the month with a almost three-hour-long 10th anniversary special where we'll be counting down our top 10 lists. But it's not all about us. We also want to hear from you, the listener. We want to hear your top game of all time, or if you want to send in a whole top 10 list, it's a lot of work. Trust me. You probably don't want to go through that pain if you don't have to. Agonizing. Much effort. It was so easy. (laughs) (laughs) But we want to hear from you. Please send us your top list. If you have any favorite Gameware memories, anytime you come to the store and interact with us, we want to hear from you because this is a big deal. 10 years of recording this podcast. A decade. A decade. So that episode will be going live at the end of this month on Friday, October 27th. So if you're listening to this before that, please send in your favorite games, your own top lists, and we will include them in our 10th anniversary special. Now, as a fun little tease, because we put 10 games on a list, for the next three episodes leading up to our 10th anniversary special, as I bring everyone in, I think it'd be a good time where we can share maybe some of our honorable mentions that didn't make our list. Because, again, I started with 30 and had to cut down to 10. So this could be a good time to kind of highlight those games that we couldn't fit on our list. Do you like that? Sound good? I love that idea. Chat about them. Perfect. So please welcome to the show, Mr. To My Left, John Michael Carley. Hello. What's something that you wanted to maybe include in a top 10, but couldn't quite fit it in? You know, making this top 10 list is certainly not easy, right? When you look Mm -hmm. at the entire history of video games, and we've all been playing games for uh, more than... A lot of years. <laughs> um, so there are certainly some games that had to be cut from these lists and hurt to do. Um, one of those for me is a game that's also very special to me that just wanted to put on the list, didn't make it. Final Fantasy IX. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Right. So Nine yeah, is so solid. It's such a great game. Um, you know, beautiful in every regard uh probably some of the best final fantasy music mm-hmm. i yeah. think in the series mm-hmm. um great characters uh great combat design just i don't know it's a really fun game uh just i don't know there's there's so much to love so much nostalgia i feel like it gets passed over it. a lot you get a lot of seven you get more eight than a lot with just squall and everything right. and then yeah, like nine but- is empty and then we go to ten and you then, know, you know, you know, nine kind of went back a little bit to some some cartooniness, if you want to yeah. call it that, mm-hmm. in the series. And nine it was has... definitely like a return to form, you know, bringing back the crystals. crystals. And exactly. Yeah, nine like has that. the vibes of like the Super Nintendo yeah. ones. And I think that's what I loved about it the mm-hmm. most. And you know, um, maybe there's some Final Fantasies that do show up on my top ten list. Sure. You'll have to listen and find out and find out what those are to maybe. Uh, usurp the throne of Final Fantasy IX. <laughs> Nine. But yeah, there, there's a lot of good stuff in Nine, but unfortunately just didn't... Oh, so close, but didn't so make close. the list. That's a tough one. Welcome to the show, John Michael. Thank you. Neil Bonham. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. What's a game you had to leave off your list? Okay, well, you know, so there, there was definitely like an era of video games 
in which like a certain generation made quite a bit of my list. And sure. uh, so I also had to cut quite a bit from that era too. <laughs> and uh, one of my favorites that just missed the cut was the bouncer. Yes. Man, talk about a throwback. Yeah, I know that so had to be tough bouncer. for you. It, it was very tough. And um, honestly, if we could re-record, things might be different. <laughs> um, it is on the record. It is sent to editing. It cannot be fixed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so the bouncer was, you know, Squaresoft's first venture into the new system. And, um, it, you know, it's it's really not that good. <laughs> it's, um, it's so goofy. Yeah, so it, it's kind of like a two-hour movie where you play the fight scenes, and uh, that sounds like the it, best sell for this game ever. <laughs> Why would you say it's not good and then follow well, up with that? I, I'd say like not good because you know Square had like a a reputation up to that point. Of course. And, and it was not a game like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that's kind of like one of the charms of it. You yeah. know, uh, you play as like one of these three bouncers of a bar <laughs> where... Um, oh, that's where the name comes from. <laughs> Whoa! It's actually not a basketball game. Yeah. I thought it was, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the bar makes an appearance, you know, in the beginning and the end... As a character? No. Oh. Uh, as a set piece. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Makes more sense. Uh, but ultimately, you know, it's just like this silly little story of like... You're uh, really selling me on this yeah, game. Yeah. Well, you should play it. It's I, only two I hours have, long. I have played it. Yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> Fun special moves and like combos, right? Yeah, that, that you earn. Yeah, like, yeah it's like, like yeah. beat em up. Like. Yeah, so it's one of those games that's meant, you know, you play over and Multiple over and times, you get like right. the characters to S rank and you have credits and you buy new moves and then eventually you just play as co and just do this one kick move and beat the whole game all the time. <laughs> um, but it just has like, you know how like Final Fantasy X has the ha 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 <laughs> moment and all that. Like the bouncer has so many good, bad voice acted lines. Um, <laughs> one of my favorites being uh, there, there's a, there's a scene when you're kind of getting to like the evil corporations headquarters and the guy like, uppercut Sion in the stomach and just caption and all he just goes hoo <laughs> like he's Al Pacino <laughs> yeah and it's like so bad but you, you know if you've ever watched them like if you were a fan of like the room 80s like <laughs> films like Big Trouble in Little China oh, or no, like yeah. The Thing or like things that were like or Evil Dead The Thing, thing? you know <laughs> thing, thing. the bouncer and the thing and the <laughs> I just mean that style of movie that's like it's it, it like tries to be serious but it just isn't <laughs> sure I uh, get what and mean. and that's like the feel I get from this game and I think that's why I really 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 love it my my bouncer memory is I was at the store and I just got a PS2 for that Christmas and Final Fantasy X hadn't come out yet. But I was at the store and it said Squaresoft. Yeah. And I was like, I played Final Fantasy VIII 9. Maybe this will be like that. And it very them. much was not. Mm-hmm. But I did enjoy my time with Bouncer. The character does look like a mix-up of like, he does, like Sora, Sora and Squall. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. That's one, also the reason why I bought it. Um, <laughs> like, Let's make a worse game. Also, <laughs> Kingdom also another great memory I have of this game doesn't really have to do like with the game itself. But uh, the first packs we ever went to, uh, I saw a guy cosplaying as Volt. And, like, I ran up to him, and I was like, oh, Volt, like, you're dressed as Volt. Can I get a picture? And he just looked at me and was like, you're the only person who knows who I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Deep funny. Cut. Bouncer. Good choice. Bouncer. Yeah. Really big throwback. Stephen Martin. Bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you can't have grown up in the 90s and be a PC gamer and not 
love real-time strategy, right? That is true. I love real-time that strategy. Is true. Where did it go? Where did all that, There's no more real-time strategy. But, like, StarCraft is a perfect game. Yes. StarCraft <laughs> Brood War is a perfect game. Mm-hmm. Um, I played so much StarCraft Brood War. It's, it's the only game that I, like, stuck with competitive, right? Because, mm-hmm. yeah. like, I, I'm not a competitive... I just don't care. That is right? true. He but doesn't I, care, guys. I was on Battle.net, climbing ladders, falling off ladders, <laughs> playing through the campaign over is, and over again. Is this why you don't care anymore? Did Starcraft, like, Starcraft burn did you this. out and, and destroy you on the inside? I didn't even care then. It was just something to do. Something to do. And it, but it's, it's to this day, I could still go back and play Starcraft. You just I, don't I, muscle memory. No, I'm not. No, um, I can't. I don't have the... Um, the, the dexterity, right? Yeah. Because well, you gotta, you're over 25, so you're, yeah, you're totally over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, StarCraft, so good. In fact, I'd like to redo our list. Yeah, let's go back. We've already recorded. I'll put Final Fantasy um, IX back on my to bump list. Somebody. <laughs> but yeah, StarCraft is great. And yeah. I love it. And that's it. Yeah, there's I mean, no there's explanation like, <laughs> needed. I think everyone gets StarCraft, right? Like, everyone knows. And then Starcraft. it's like, even like, you wait, like, what, like a decade for the sequel? Yeah. And then it's literally just like the same game with quality of life updates, pretty much. <laughs> but there was three of them. Yeah. yeah. There was yeah. three StarCraft 2s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You see, when you bought StarCraft, you got all three campaigns, yeah, you buddy. Yeah, you got it all. Okay. Yeah, and then the, the expansion just gave you more goodness. Back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Steven. Thank you. Renee Martin. As always, Stephen and I are riding kind of the same wave because <laughs> while he said that he is competitive in StarCraft, it was the one game that you were competitive in. The one game I am also competitive in is Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. Yeah, I know it was and going. Man, it was hard to shave that off the list, but I had to. And it's the only game that like makes me feel like Okay, maybe I am a little good at video games because I will famously constantly say that I suck at video games. I'm not good at them. I just I put a controller in my hand in front of Mega Man and I will die constantly at the very first level. I am terrible at that game, but you were the one that introduced it to me and it's so good. Do you remember when we had the tournament? Yes. <laughs> that was just because like Stephen was talking shit for like no reason. You yeah, were like, he does. yeah, I'm really good at that he game. Was, he was writing a StarCraft tie at the time. <laughs> I I love this game. I love that you love this game. I bought you an arcade machine of this you game. Did. And randomly was like, Hey, here's this game you love. And it's an arcade machine. What a love letter. Yeah. And you you competed at Pac South in this game. I was about to say my, my favorite memory is watching Renee. Wipe the floor with fools at PAX in full Lolita garb. Hell yeah. <laughs> she just strolls up like, ready for this match. La-di-da. And then just stomps the game? floor with them. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's how that's how everyone should have known. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that it was about to go <laughs> <It's> down. Serious. <laughs> but no, yeah, she's always... I was introduced to this game by you and your competitive nature for it as well and it I is, am not good at it at it's all. It's just such a good puzzle game. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just a few colors. You... Pop the gems, like yeah, it's. Do you have a main really that you? Go I to? do, yeah. I like Morrigan, mm-hmm. and if if I'm playing for funsies, and if we're like on consoles, I really like Devilit. Oh, that okay. character, she's only in like one other Capcom game. I forget which game it is, but if you win with her, she's always like, "What do you mean you haven't heard of my game? Like it's the best <laughs> game that Capcom ever made." It's so cute. Classic Capcom. So yeah, Morgan okay. all the way. But if I see someone pick um, Ken, I'm like, okay, I know they're a scrub. <laughs> <laughs> they're going uh, down. Ken is like, he has the best drops in the game. So I'm like, okay. Well. Oh, I didn't even know that. I just picked Ken because that was my that's my pick in Street Fighter. Yeah. Scrub. Cool. 
just a scrub, yeah. dude. That's why yeah. I only pick Dan. Yeah. Oh, all red. And all, yeah, all red. Anytime I can pick Dan, I do. <laughs> In any game. Uh, welcome to the show, Renee. Thanks for Adam, what about me. you? So, um... For me, I almost included Fortnite on my list, which uh-huh. made me like go back nice. and think of a lot of things. But that game really, like over the past three to four years, has like sure. defined some of these, not defined, but really like helped some of these, not even helped, kept some of these friendships together because during COVID and lockdown, yeah. every Friday we had Fortnite Fridays and we were getting on and, and playing. And like just during that time of stress, being able to log in and like this bright cartoony shooter and complete these itty-bitty challenges that are pretty easy, but, like, those dopamine hits, and you level up and all that stuff. And it was the first time that I found one of those games that I just want to keep logging in and playing, like, getting all my dailies done and getting all my stuff done and got to level up the battle pass. And now those are everywhere. And, you know, it's hard to, like, rate a live service game because some of my best Fortnite memories are from, like, chapters and chapters years ago. And now Fortnite is not in the best place, which is ultimately why I cut it. But, I mean, we still log on yeah, almost only, every Friday. Stick around We're still there. available trying to, you know, do Fortnite Friday when we can. So. I didn't know y'all were still playing. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's we cool. need fourths sometimes, so if you want yeah, to. Yeah, I still hear, I still, uh, like, oh, yeah, we, talk about it around the office. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I might be playing Fortnite with John Michael and Adam <laughs> That's tonight. That's true. So yeah. I don't know if I can go drink at the bar. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. It's like my, it's now like a virtual toy box for me, it too. Really does. It's where I have my, like, virtual action figures. I can... Mm-hmm put like my John Cena or my Spider Gwen and they that's can actually shoot a, Darth Vader. That's and, actually a really cool way to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, right mm-hmm. now there's like Ahsoka stuff in this game. Yeah. So like I, I have like, you know, Dr. Strange is running around with a lightsaber <laughs> and, uh, shooting G.I. Joe. So yeah, it's, it's really become very license heavy, but uh, yeah, I do actually like that. You know, that's what I like about it. Honestly, well. I want more goofy stuff. And to me, it's more about shooting the shit with your friends. Yeah, it's, it's while really... you shoot the shit in the game. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> but yeah, so Fortnite did not make my list, but it made it like to the final round of cuts, semifinals. Yeah, semifinals, almost there, but not quite. So stay tuned for that, and be sure to send us your favorite things. Yeah, send them in. I want to know. GameWareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. And if we get 10 of them, we can rank <laughs> the top 10, top 10. Oh, that's really good. All right. Oh, my God. That's yes, very good. Please. I want to see who's got some like very unique stuff, but you can't just put any garbage on there just because it's unique. Like I want to see what some interesting lists look mm-hmm. like. So stay tuned for that. Until now, though, I'm going to toss it to Steven and John Michael Oh, and ask... What y'all been playing this week? Well, Steve and I, I think, have been chatting about a game that we've both been playing. You're, 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 so in this this game, you're like a, a cop who's a last day on the force. Yeah. And because you wake up and you're retirement like a bug. Time. And you're, you're like in this world with these spheres, and it's an environmental puzzle game called Cocoon. Cocoon. From yeah. some guy and his team of, of it's first game ever, right? No. Wait, was the first half of that <laughs> Whoa, actually right? true? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're a bug the whole time, or like a bug animal. A bug, yeah, it's a, animal. it's a bug's life. I don't. It's just the plot of a bug's life is what this game is. Uh, they just it's took circus. The, it's a fair traveling mm-hmm. carnival. Yeah, there's a ladybug who's a dude. None of that's uh, true either. Uh, there's a German caterpillar. That was a weird part. <laughs> the, so, uh, so th- this game, uh, what's it called? A cocoon. Cocoon. Not to be confused with the 1985 Steve Gutenberg film. No, but um, it is confusing. Yeah, 
it's it's you know it's a narrative uh, puzzle adventure. I wouldn't call it's it an adventure game. I mean, no, I'm sorry. There's no narrative. There's no narrative. It's, it's an environmental <laughs> puzzle yes, game. It's more that. It's that's straight up all it is. Right. Yeah. There's there's no narrative. I guess there's... you can make the narrative. It's like Mad Libs. It, it, I was exactly. the whole time. Writing stuff on my TV screen, oh, Sharpie. Yeah, any boss battle, you know? I was like, "Oh no!" Because you just you make it up. Any make dialogue, up. I was I was doing it. I was doing voices, for... much like Inside, much like it, and much like Limbo. There is no dialogue. So, and why am I mentioning these other games? Because they don't play anything like this, no. but they are from a guy. I don't know his name, but he splintered off. Do you designer? Oh man, why do people have Swedish it's Jep Jeppy J E P P E a Jeppy a Jep uh, Carlson yeah <laughs> a Jep he, he left <laughs> so it was one of the like, I, he left he left Playdead <laughs> a Jeppy he left he was with Playdead <laughs> yeah. who made Inside Limbo, and Limbo and all those Inside. and he left in 2016 he was like see you later he's like I'm, I'm gonna make a cocoon going into this cocoon and I will emerge at some point that yes a god <laughs> no maybe. maybe. Well, yeah. Adam Warlock it, but <clears throat> so this is a short jaunt. Yeah, it's like a five-hour game. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's beautiful. The sound design is great. Everything too. is like biomechanical, almost like gross, but yeah. clean. So Stephen and I kind of talked about it being a bug game, but it's not like it. it it's not like you're in the grass. I going feel like through the you're like a bug boy walking around spaceships. You're, yeah, you're like space bugs, or you're walking around like the second Star Wars movie. Yeah. When Yoda's in the swamp. Yeah. Uh, like, okay. Because there's, there's environments. Mm-hmm. So right. my understanding of how, what this setting is, it's like this biotechnic future world, or maybe it's so very far in the past, we don't know. Yeah, it could be But anywhere. where it's like a space bug civilization. And none of that matters. It doesn't, not a bit. But it's, you know, again, if you're making up our own narrative in our head, that's and, where and, we're at. And what is the hook of this game? It's it's a simple game. There's one button. You move around. There's one button. Literally. You pick up like an orb. There's, it's, there's a number of these in the game. Yes. Those orbs, the spheres, they give you like an ability. That you unlock. That you unlock. And you can go inside the sphere at some point, And it's like another level. There are levels within levels, levels. within levels, and, and you then nest sometimes these you pick up the previous level you were in and yep. take it into the next you level take with it into you. Into the level, it's it, it is truly mind bending in a lot of ways. And, and then sometimes like, you do that like three times. Uh, yeah, and, you, and you'll like have three other levels hanging out with you in the current level, or you'll need to nest them. Like you'll like there'll be a level three levels deep, and then another one. Like, you're just hiding these worlds inside of the world you're already in. I have to put my red world into my blue world to take yeah. it into the purple world. But do you utilize it, that in any kind of way? Like yes. Everything you do matters. There there okay. are certain aspects of puzzles that you can, like, make a contraption start, and it will, like, kind of land or finish on your world that you set somewhere. And then that action continues within that world. Okay. This is, so let's let's say I'm like firing a laser at you, and you're a blue orb, and within you is another world. I fire the laser at you, then the laser continues in that world, and then maybe somewhere else in that world I put another world, another level that's nested in there. And then you have to... And the laser keeps going, buddy. And Adam's looking at his hands like he's just discovered his hands for the first time. <laughs> and all of this is incredibly 
dense, but this game works so well with the mechanics that it presents to you. And I guarantee no one is listening to this podcast at this point. <laughs> no, no, no. They're like, everyone I don't, has they, turned this off. Everyone's eyes roll back into their head. Like, I don't, I'm not. I just. Play I feel this like game. that GIF of Zach Galifianakis from Hangover and just like the mats going everywhere and he's looking all around trying because to figure it out. Because this game, you know, Steve and I are doing our best to explain it, but this game really works best if you just fucking play it yeah like that's what when, like, when i went to the store and picked up a copy of cocoon on the shelf that's it says that on the box art it does i just, just it. fucking play oh i wrote that into them that's so i'm so, glad they used it they so, i think i kind of get what you're saying though like if i break it down into terms of like a zelda game it's like you you have this world you bring it into another world but it would almost be like if you get an item in that other world it can kind of manipulate something else in that other sphere that you brought in. Think of it this way. Can you go back into that world Absolutely. once you brought you it in into out, there? In and out. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's like free form? Yeah, so uh, if you are if you are starting in a space station, right? And in the space station you find desert world. Now you can enter desert world, but you, you can, can also hold it. use desert world as an item. Think of it that way. You can use these worlds that you can enter or use as items. What would it what would it do as an item? Uh, well, so if I'm holding Desert World, now I can walk on platforms that appear in front of me. It'll show up like platforms. Yeah, so, can, so there's paths you cannot walk around. Unless without, I'm holding. Unless you hold that that world in your hand. And then the platform okay. appears as you're walking around. So you're utilizing these worlds to also solve problem, problems in other worlds. Okay. Interesting. And okay. there's, a, there's a number of these. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little spoiler to say exactly how many. It is. Fair. Um, but... Let, I will say this. I know, again, it sounds incredibly dense, and there's a lot of mechanics to it, but also not really. Uh, this game's not that difficult. It's very simple. It re- truly is. Once you like get the premise and you start doing it, it's simple. So would you say if it's someone who is a fan of the Play Dead games, previously like Limbo or Inside, that sh- they should like play this? Or is it very no, no, different? Okay. Not at all. Okay, no, so- no. <laughs> Is there a? Uh, I mean, is there then? If if you like this, you'll. If you like X, you'll like Cocoon, or is it I that unique know, of an experience? Uh, another game that I could like compare even try to, to compare it to. Honestly, it's it, like this is, sounds like a like a kaleidoscope. It's 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 more like just older PC games from the uh, like the Infernal Earth. Machine. Yeah, not, like no, just, that's that's Indiana Jones. The oh yeah, but incredible the, contraption. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's almost like one of those. Uh, what are the? What are those uh, natural motion machines? Where oh, like, like a Rube Goldberg. Uh, it feels like that a lot of times. <laughs> okay, fair. It's a very know. pretty game. It performs very well unless you have a switch. I'm sorry if you do. Um, <laughs> it's one of those games where if you want to play a puzzle game and you want to feel like a genius yes. every five minutes, but you also don't want to feel like an idiot, like when I played The Witness. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't like make none of the puzzles make me mad. There again, I, I think we were in chat earlier today. I was playing this on my lunch break, and I sent a, <laughs> I sent a message, and I was like, "All right, I finally hit the first puzzle that's really starting to like upset me." And then I think it was like three in, seconds later. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> it was incredibly easy once I like understood what I was supposed to do. And it, there, it's it's really interesting. Like when you when you hop into one of these other worlds, it's a very satisfying animation and a very quick change to like yeah, jumping into that other world because it's not like it's loading sure. 10,000 yeah. polygonal models. Yeah, the power of the PS5. Or the yeah. Switch, we could do the same thing, right? Yeah. It's the exact same experience. I never felt Switch. bogged down and like mm. slowed down by anything in this game. No, and it, it, it doesn't overstay its welcome. Yes. But and it kind of leaves you wanting more. Um, I don't know. I mean, the end, eh, at the end there, were, I, was, like, I wrapped it up and I was like, all right, that's that was, that, that. I, I, that's good because I was kind of getting done. <laughs> no, I, I, I was hoping maybe one, just one more one more sphere. Uh, you know, 
Yeah, I don't know. One more orb. One more. I just want to ponder. You know, at the end it does start getting a little bit more like all right. The the last area was crazy. Yeah, it's it's. it's, I'm juggling a bit too many things. Even though I'm like getting the puzzles, it's like well, all right. Well, now I have to like juggle too many mechanics. I don't feel like doing anymore. You can't die. So that like right away, that's something that's that's different from right. It's like a a Lego game. (laughs) You die all the time in in Limbo and Inside, and and there are enemy encounters in this game. There are boss battles. There are boss battles, but you can't. You can get kind of kicked out of the boss battle, Mm. and then it's like if you're in lunch line in elementary school, and (laughs) the big kid keeps pushing you away, and you got to get to the back of the line and get back in. It's like the the little centipede boss in uh, Link to the Past. Yeah, knocks you off the platform. You 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 got to go back upstairs. Very similar to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and just it doesn't really have uh, the one thing I love about a limbo and more so an inside is the is the there is a narrative and there is this dark, like really ambient. Yeah, it's like this is a bad place. This yeah. is a bad time. This is not yeah. one of those bad time games. But okay. that's not a that's not a fault. It's just not what it's going for. That's mm-hmm. why that guy left the company. Yeah, yeah like, too dark. all this bad time. Yeah, yeah. Good and maybe time. I'm a moron, and maybe there is a narrative, and I just didn't <laughs> notice it. I feel like this is very much like uh, it's gonna be like a Dark Souls situation yeah. where it's like we, I'm not probably go on Reddit somewhere, yeah. and someone's got it all like typed. There out are ready, like but... secrets in this game. And yeah, I, there are moon can, moon moon apostles or I don't something. You can free them, <laughs> moon, I, moon boys. <laughs> I, I found two or three moon boys, and never. I, I'm good. I don't know if they do. They don't do it anything. Doesn't, so yeah, it's um, a good game. It's a very good game. Uh, is it a game that I know a lot of people ha- that have experienced this game and have completed it? Have, yeah, it's like this is like a life altering. No, certainly yeah. not that. No, I, and I didn't come away from this changed. It changed. Yeah, it wasn't a religious. I was experience. like, that's really neat. Like, <laughs> um, okay, I, I think I'll play more Yakuza now. Yeah, no, it was it was a great like wow, this is fantastic that this is free on. It, Game that's Pass. how I played it. Yeah, because like this is this is perfect and what is, I want free games to be. Is, is this a twenty five dollar twenty five dollars steep? I, for this I mean, I really game. like this game, but I don't know. Is it weird that like I don't know? To me, nineteen ninety nine is like it seems like hey, it's some money, but whatever. It's but twenty five dollars, even if it's only five dollars more. It's like I don't know. It seems like more expensive for like to take a. Chance on a game. It's nineteen ninety nine. Cost you know. a lot of money to make a game. This feels mm-hmm. like a fourteen ninety nine game. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's a beautiful. It's game, hard to put a price it's, on it's it. Very right? yeah. Like, yeah. Value's it, different to every to every different person. Yeah, I recommend everyone check it out. Game mm-hmm. Pass is a great value. Yeah, it sure is. I'll have to fix my Xbox. <laughs> yep. I mean, you could subscribe to one month of Game Pass, and you could just play this. Play this. You could subscribe to a weekend could, of Game Pass, and then you could be like, "Well, that was cheaper than buying." I yeah. I don't right. feel like I need to go back to. Um, like I just, I just replayed Inside. Sure. Yeah, uh, like two days ago. Like at, so after Cocoon or before? Yes, or after. After. Okay. Yeah. Just after. to like see how it felt compared uh, to. I mean, it's been seven years. I noticed I'd logged on to the PlayStation, mm. the PlayStation uh-huh. Five, and I noticed that it said Inside is available uh, on your PlayStation membership for like another week. Sure. It's uh, also two dollars right. on Switch right now, I believe. There you go. Well, yeah. <laughs> if I um, wanted to play something on Switch. And I, I played Inside on Xbox like when it came out. I don't know if it was only available on on that system. It was at yeah. launch, yeah. And you know that that game did impact me immediately, right? Like that game made my game of the year list. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. I think it's because I played it like a day before we recorded that podcast. <laughs> um, well, anyway, so I replayed it on PlayStation because it was like, well, you get free because you yeah. can subscribe to this, so why not? Uh, that game even the second time through has like blown me away again. 
more so and again apples to oranges they're not they're not the same thing but still coming from a similar i mean the guy worked on both yeah exactly yes i don't know maybe i need to go back to that i was maybe i missed something with inside because i could not get into that game mm. i did not enjoy that game that's blasphemous no i but... you cannot like that game. Yeah, you're yeah. You're honestly i wasn't i mean i'm not wasn't a big fan of either play dead game like you know, i never finished limbo and it's not mm-hmm. a long game yeah, yeah I didn't honestly either, limbo is a game that i thought was okay yeah so um, like I'm trying to decide like I don't know if like Cocoon would be for me if I mean if I wasn't a fan of either I mean I know this is, again this isn't Play Dead but no 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 so I would take those the other two out of your brain when considering Cocoon okay okay they're not they're not at all on the same that's fair wavelength okay. or level okay cool well yeah so check it out Cocoon uh, Renee oh yeah. Well, tell me about Disgaea 7. Oh my gosh. Hot new release. Buckle I'm up, motherfuckers. Very I played curious. some new releases, y'all. Hell That's not yeah. Baldur's Gate. <laughs> I'm proud and, of you. <laughs> thanks, babe. I watched her play five. it. Wow. So yeah. you know it happens. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> so, Disgaea 7, it's from the series that you all know and love the turn based strategy RPG game. Um, but this one, you know, all of these games take place in different nether worlds. So they all have like this kind of like underworld vibe. Everyone's like a little cute demon and they're all angry and trying to take advantage of each other. But sometimes with the power of love, they come together Classic. and they, you know, save the day. Anyway, so Disgaea 7 is kind of unique because it takes place in... Um, he, uh, another world called the Hinamoto Netherworld. So it's all like Japan themes. Ooh, that's fun. Right? Um, and all the like puns and stuff are like stuff about um, like, I don't know, just Japanese history. Like there's a, a shogun called um, Yeyasu, but the person who like historically founded the Tokugawa mm. shogunate was a uh, Iyasu, so Yasu, they're like the, everything's yeah. like all like punny and stuff. In I this learned game. that from Samurai Warriors. Yeah, there you go. You will learn <laughs> listening to our show. You will learn things. Will, this is actually you're, you're yeah, learning. You're learning like history like corner. <laughs> um, but anyway, the setting's really like neat in that way. Uh, the characters are really cute. But there's one thing that they just recently, I guess it was in Disguise Six that they started. Um, they all, now all the little models are 3D. Like oh, 3D yeah, animated. Right. Um, and yeah, I don't know. The first two Disgaea games, they have like sprites. And then I think the third one is the first one where they look like more like hand drawn. Sure. Like, and then yeah. like the fourth and fifth one have that as well. But you could always swap back and forth between mm. whether you want the little hand drawn mm-hmm. look or if you want the sprite look. But I guess in six and now in seven, they are only 3D models. Production cost. I know, I know your thoughts on like the Pokemon franchise mm-hmm. when they move from sprites to 3D models. Is that opinion hold for this guy as well? Yeah. Oh, Renee is a fan of her sprites. Yeah, I love my sprites, and they also have that like you know how sometimes like like continued like animation of like a small 3d thing it just gets annoying to look at yeah i feel that way about these little they're not sprites they're these little 3d models they have like a very quick continued very fluid animation and i just don't there's something about it that i just hate looking at i wish they would just stay still just stay still <laughs> no, <it's fair. laughs> um but um i also don't like so i played the first two chapters and i got to the third chapter and in this game, I still haven't unlocked like my weapon like shop, oh. which is very weird. Okay, because in Disgaea, usually 
chapter by chapter, like after you finish a chapter, there's usually like new weapons in the mm-hmm. shop. And, you know, it's very grindy with like getting your hell, which is the money, um, like to get all these new weapons and stuff that you want right. to outfit your little characters with. But not having the weapon shop yet, I'm just like, Odd. I don't know. I'm still fighting with like a butter knife, basically. I mean, I think it is called a butter knife. That's great. Um, and I just, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. I'm just, I'm not really it's not, feeling it's not, it. It's not speaking to you? No, it's not. And it, it's really upsetting because mm-hmm. I love these right? games. Sure. You know the problem? Yes. The real problem. Oh, no. Because <laughs> in the back of your mind, and I know... <laughs> Because I have the same thing going on in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. You're playing this game, and it's like an obligation, but you're also a fan of the franchise, so you're mm-hmm. here. You're here on yep. launch day. Yep. But in the back of your mind, I could be playing something else. Yes. Yeah. I could be, I could playing, be playing Yakuza. Baldur's, Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know what else is set in Japan world is Yakuza. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have just started playing Yakuza. Yeah, Majima Goro is there. Uh, he's not in. Well, he might show up in Disguise 7. We don't know yet. That would be amazing. <laughs> There's no way to tell. There's no way to tell. But I, I, I'm assuming. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't know if I'm right. And you know, I was thinking that because while we were at Game Where, we picked up two games that mm-hmm. I was interested in playing. So we picked up Disguise 7 and we picked up Harvest Moon Winds of Anthos. Which I then at night, Stephen's like, which one are you going to play first? Which one are you going to pop in the PlayStation first? And I was like, yeah, Disgaea. I'm a little bit more excited of about course. Disgaea because I have heard bad things about the new Harvest Moon. So oh, I no. stuck in Disgaea and was disappointed. Uh, put in Harvest Moon the day after and was pleasantly surprised. Okay. So um, for anyone that doesn't know, Harvest Moon is like a, a farming sim, obviously. And uh, they've been going for a really long time. But uh, about... Eight years ago, maybe? 2014 ish. Oh, man. Was it 10 years then? Maybe. Probably around there. Well, almost a decade ago. Around the 3DS era. Yeah, around the 3DS era. Actually, yes, it was yeah. near the middle of the 3DS. Yeah. Um, there was a split in the company. So um, Marvelous decided that they wanted to just start, I guess, um, putting their game, like the games out now. Bad games out. marvelous was like we want um it's called in japan um bakumonogatari um the the series of games um which was what was called harvest moon but now they're called story of seasons Mm -hmm. and so natsume who were the people that were localizing them was like well we don't that's the only thing that people buy that we put out so maybe we'll we'll try making our own game so i guess they like internally developed their first harvest moon game and it was a huge flop but they have not given up and i don't remember what this past harvest moon game was called but i did play it on ps4 right i think so and i i loved it it was really cute and um i don't know just fun and there was like a nice simplicity to it whereas the story of seasons games the Bakumonogatari games that you used to know as Harvest Moon um, have gotten more and more complex and like just a little bit more stressful and like mm-hmm. there's just almost too much to do yeah, now. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, but in these games, they just keep the spirit of it being easy. It's a cozy game. I like a cozy game. And I think I also realized why I like these new Harvest game, Harvest Moon games so much is because they feel like PS2 games, uh, but like with fancy graphics. Sure. So Modern like, amenities. Right, yeah. So this feels like <laughs> this game I really liked on PS2 called Dog Island or like any of those. <laughs> <No. like, laughs> the game's so fucking good, y'all. Honestly, Dog Island, it's going in my top 10. All right, time to redo it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah, it just feels like an old like adventure game, and it's cozy and it's I nice to play. Love games that feel that way. Oh. Yep. Uh, I mean, I didn't play like the like release version, but the demo of like Strangers of Paradise, the Final Fantasy game. Like, oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of like how that game felt yeah, when I played like a PS2 it. Game. Yeah, and I love that for it. <laughs> and one day I'll get there, but one day. Yeah. So that's what I've been playing. So one disappointment and one uh, A minus. Okay. Okay. Hey, okay. That's pretty good. In terms of farming games, uh-huh. I mean, at this point, is it still, I mean, Story of Seasons is your preferred, Harvest Moon sounds like it's getting better, do we just go back and still play Stardew Valley? Like, where's what's the premier, like, farming sim game in the past? Stardew Valley time? has its sprites. Stardew Valley do. does have, a, have its do sprites. Have um, its sprites? And it... I feel like they're still like putting out new stuff they for Stardew like constantly. <laughs> yeah, that dude's still updating that game. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I feel like I saw him tweet about. Yeah, I just read about day. like some update coming out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know all all of the characters are getting like little winter sprites. Oh yeah, Isn't that cute. <laughs> yeah, they keep updating like you know dialogue options and things like yeah. that as well. So I love that they're all very different now. Stardew, I feel like appeals to people who liked. The Super Nintendo Harvest Moon or Bokumonogatari yeah. games. Mm-hmm. Um, these new Harvest Moon games are really just kind of also kind of trying to get back that era era of GameCube and PS2. I feel mm. where they're very simplistic, um, but they're kind of open, right. and yeah. the graphics are clean. But it feels a little empty in the world, I would say. Okay, but it's it's still nice to just run around. Am I am I just you know is farming still like the main draw here am i doing you know some some room factorying am i like going into like Mm. are there you know enemies to fight in any way i don't think that there are in this game and i don't think that they've put that in the story of seasons games either i think they strictly are like yeah rune factory yeah i didn't know if there was you know again like so if i'm i'm you know harvesting my crops harvesting moons uh, what am I doing in my downtime? Am I still just going and like interacting with my villagers or? Yeah, I think at least in this game and in the past Harvest Moon game, there are like multiple villages for you to visit. Got it. And okay. every like village, <laughs> I don't know if it's the same in this game again, but in the past Harvest Moon game, there were like little like shiny things for you to interact with and they were just placed all over the entire map. Oh. And on those little shinies were your seeds. You didn't buy seeds. You were just like oh, grabbed like, a tomato seed. Get seeds. And this tomato seed and like this corn seed and they're like all so many different types of crops it was really cool actually yeah yeah it was kind of neat it like encouraged you to go like explore all of the different villages yeah there's like a winter village and like a beach village that sounds fun actually right yeah it was cool so i don't know if this one's going to be the same but it seems like it is because i'm in like the first village i'm about to make my way to the second one which i feel like is gonna be a beach one Ooh. so we're gonna have a beach episode (laughs) (laughs) beach crops so, nice. yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'll, I'll update everyone on my goings-ons Yeah, Harvest great. Moon. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I'm trying really hard to finish Resident Evil 4 separate ways. I'm like... What are you looking at? Give me this thing. Like, it's not very long. Dude, yeah. I'm almost at six hours. Well, you told me it's like a four-hour game. another hour and a half to go. Yeah. What a great value. I know, right? right? I, know. I, I do $10. actually feel yeah, $10. It is really good. No, it's... I mean, <laughs> Although it's, it was free every other time. Oh, yeah. It's... it's paid. No, it's a weird feeling. Because, yeah, I was trying to just... Oh, I can knock this Separate out. Separate Probably this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I'm in... Uh, I'm in chapter six now. Chapter five like ended three different times. They like yeah. Return of the King that real I feel hard. Like and chapter five is like 
Mm-hmm. So then oh. I thought, like, okay, I'm at five hours and 45 minutes after chapter five. I have to, like, we have to be wrapping this up. And then chapter six loads, and where I need to go is very far away. So I was just, that's enough for tonight. I don't know, man. I, I play those games, and I'm just like, I can't stop. I, I play those like games. It's... No, I just play, I feel like I play those games so slow. Like I am looking at every nook and cranny. Stop it! Just go, just go. No, I have to find. Shoot. You can go, but you can blah, 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 play blah, blah, blah. it again. Did you not just buy the treasure map? Uh, no, I did. But that tells you where everything but, is. But there's like ammo, and I have to break the little boxes. The no, the little boxes aren't. That's true. And I have to break the boxes, and you know they have to hide shit. I like to do a thorough sweep of the area. I, mean, I didn't play less than you. No, yeah, you're you're actually kind of uh, you're going along the pace that I went. Really? Okay. I don't know. I just I guess I love uh, Resident Evil yeah. more <laughs> so much. I just whenever there's more content. I'm like, I gotta, just gotta consume this. Gotta knock it out, man. Yeah, anytime I ever hear like, oh, this is gonna take eight hours, I'm like, that means it's gonna take me like 12. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta make sure I go the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, if I know yes. this is the way to go, I gotta go that direction yeah. first. No, exactly. Even in Cocoon, I was finding myself doing it. I'm <laughs> Thank like, I need to stop this. Like, I need to just play this game. I like, have to find all the blue medallions. I have to kill the fish in the sewers for some reason. I, like, did I have that. to do all those yeah, things. I did those things. What was it you called? Did, the Great Lord? The great the Lord. You did the this great Lord. 15 years. Years ago, this is my first time. This is completely different. Nothing in oh, this, really? nothing different? in separate ways on this is mm-hmm. analogous to the original game. I know you remember Not mentioning a single thing previously that stuff in the original game that Leon did is now included here. So yeah, I understand it's yes, a little different. Yeah. But no, no, I do like this game. Again, I'm bad with games where if I really like them, I play them too you slow. Savor it. You're yes, like, I want to. This is mm, this is like a nice sandwich. I want to go back yeah. to Ghost of Tsushima, oh. but then I don't because <laughs> then it will end. Like you know, it's it's. So you've got like a That's thousand bookmarked books in the last yeah, chapter. Like, oh. <laughs> well, because, uh, you know, I'm playing this with an audience, so I can only play it when, you know... I get it. She's running. But, yeah. And then I'm also really trying to finish Octopath Traveler 2 That's, before that Spider-Man great. 2 comes out it's next week. It's a longer game yeah, you got, than Resident Evil. Yeah, like I know. 10 minutes left, my well, guy. Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> I, hope you're, I hope you're at the last boss because <laughs> the Amazon package is outside. I know. It's... I'm, I don't know. Like 77 or 78 hours into Octopath 2 at this point. Yeah. You're halfway there, oh, yeah, that's that's how you need to be in seventy-seven hours. And... hours. <laughs> this other game is eighty hours, so I'm also just plugging away at, at that as well, and pretty much neglected everything else because I don't know. I feel like I have to like knock some of these out before my most anticipated game of the year comes out next week. So, well, I want to go back a little bit, yeah, because th- this is an opportunity for me to talk more about Resident Evil Four. <laughs> How are you enjoying the me- the mechanics that are different, the maneuverability, the the way you're encountering um, enemies and bosses? Sure, yeah, the the, the grapple hook. Do you hook. not like that? Do you like that? When I'm trying to maneuver for throughout the environment, I think the grapple hook is a lame gimmick. Lame gimmick. Sure, yeah. It, it always makes me think one of those like dangling, hanging things that you shoot down that drops a gem is around because it's a very similar chime when you're yep. near a, a grapple hook point but there was like one boss fight that utilized that that was kind of cool uh then speaking of boss fights they all fucking suck oh no way just like in the base resident evil 4 game oh i completely disagree (laughs) these bosses were so much fun except for i i got kind of annoyed with the vision Mm. right the like the boss that's not really there or are they? Because oh. they kind of oh, yeah, like you appear hated and reappear. Mm-hmm. That sounds but like some Metal Gear Solid shit. It, it feels like it. <laughs> but then, like that becomes one of my favorite boss encounters. I just, at some point, it's tough. Something when, happens when when boss fights are very different from like the rest of the gameplay. It's just, just very jarring to me. I know, but I it's like not. That. It's. I, I guess I feel you, like okay. Do not play. 
do not play Cocoon. I'm about to say, <laughs> you, the bosses is in just, that game are nothing like the rest of the game. I just, I just mean it's very frustrating when, or maybe I'm just playing the base game wrong, where it's like I hit evade when it tells me hit evade, and I just keep getting hit over Stop and that. over and over I, and over. Have and I ever over. evaded in this game? I don't think I have. I looked I, up how to do this boss fight. It says you have to evade. It's uh, critical for this. Don't boss look fight. things up. You weren't good at <laughs> evading, but you were good at like. I'm good at parrying. Parry. Parry. I'm parry. the parry I love god. You're so good at this it. Thing, That's, thanks, Dark it, Souls. It it's where I honed my craft. When it's <laughs> shooting, exploding spores, and I'm trying to run away from it because there's a giant tail that's sweeping the whole thing, and it just says evade because I'm not right, looking at right. it. I died once on that. I yeah. remember the exploding. Mm-hmm. That was it, really annoying. It was a few times, uh, that boss. The, that's another the, thing. At least bosses, the, I'm just, I guess I'm bad at because I have to do a The bigger issue is that you're not able to appreciate what's happening at this moment in this game, exactly yeah, okay. what you're describing. Because I haven't finished because it yet. It, no, because oh. it's it's different from the first game. Oh, it's like playing okay. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Gotcha. And getting to the end of it mm-hmm. and being like, wait, are they really doing this? See, yeah, so it's I'm just yeah, like, I'm it's, it's, that. It's, it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. It's just, you're <laughs> not, you're not able to appreciate it the same way. And it, I think it really takes away from the experience. No, that's fair. It should like when you download Resident Evil 4 remake, it should be like, hang on. Can you just play the old one first? Yeah. 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 Yes or no. Have get you more it? out of this? If you, yeah. Or what if there was like a, a you know like a video that shows you what happens in the first game? I don't think like, that's gonna be as good. You, no, after, you should probably just play Resident Evil Four because it's good. <laughs> well, yes, oh, that's man. also true. But yeah, so I just got to the last area, the factory, and the factory mm-hmm. downtown, and it where they put the peaches in the cans. And I didn't like that area much in the first game either. Well, yeah, the original it's game. not the best. So now I'm back here. And then, so again, that's why I was like, I got to this point after Chapter 5 never ends. And then I was like, I'm not doing this tonight. I'll save this for this week, and we'll talk about it next Capcom week. Capcom just wants to give you the best bang for your buck. <laughs> yeah, Literally. look, there's only $10. No, I appreciate a six- to seven-hour experience for 10 bucks. What do you like, think about the Resident Evil 4 DLC being longer than Resident Evil 3 Remake? <laughs> that is funny. Like, the DLC that's very is about two hours or maybe three hours longer than the entire game. Resident Evil 3 is that short of a game? Yeah. It's pretty short. Oh, wow. It's like five, I still haven't played like three. Get to it's it. also longer than Cocoon. So, and that's $25. <laughs> Barely longer. I don't, Barely. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. They're pretty close. But. Um, so that's kind of what I'm doing. John Michael is also playing another zombie game. It's yeah. on here. So here's the segue. Uh, yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful segue. I loved that. Take it away, um, John Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some zombie shit or whatever. Talk about it, John Michael. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, here's my <laughs> uninteresting discussion about un- uninteresting zombies. Um, no, I mean, we talked about this a little bit last week, sort of. It was Dead Rising last week. Mm, I'm uh, always ready to talk about Dead it's Rising. It's Dead Rising 2 this week. Yeah. Uh, they made much. a 2? Yeah, yeah, it turns out. They, they made did. It, in fact, they made it twice. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, luckily, they didn't make <laughs> we'll a 3 We'll keep that or four, one off the record. So thank God. Hey, uh, thank God, right? Yeah, I'm glad we'll never so see a 3 or a 4. Wrong. Yeah, yeah they, would, they would ruin it if they did that. Where is uh, this game set? Um, not a mall, but also sort of a mall. <laughs> it is set in fake Vegas. Fake Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, a giant casino resort. The, oh, this game's so, like, what, 12 years old? I don't know. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It plays like it came out last week. <laughs> you can play this on anything. This game's so good. Except for a Switch. Yeah, don't play. play on honestly, Deck. don't play anything on Switch. <laughs> like, let's just stop playing games on Switch unless they were made for it. Play some games on Switch. Unless they were made for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, this game's great. Uh, just like uh, original Dead Rising, this game's so good, and then like it's so dumb. Uh, <laughs> it's just so dumb. It's but that's what's making it. It's like it honestly is dumber, and that's what makes it great. Um, you instead of now just grabbing things around the mall, uh, now you you're grabbing dumb things around the casino resort, and now you can combine them you're into taping, super weapons. Taping stuff oh, together. Yeah. You just tape stuff together now. Yeah. And it's honestly, it's a great mechanic that I, I really do enjoy in this because I'm making lightsabers and um, I made a guitar that I play it, and then zombies' heads explode. <laughs> 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 I made a football that i throw at them and it blows up um uh, a, a lawn dart i remember those yeah, yeah. yeah there's lawn darts um, feels like evil dead kind of yeah it truly like yeah. you're like putting the stuff on the work table you know yeah. and like you're just taping it together yeah uh you're like a motocross dude so there's yeah. like a motocross bike in here that you can attach chainsaws to and just drive down Fuck this little yeah. strip and just chop up zombies with it uh, I don't, it gives you a bigger playground. I don't. Rem- this I don't remember because it's been a long time. Do, do they not have the psychopaths in this game? There Was are it... absolutely psychopaths. Okay, so yes. it's the third game that they were like, no more psychopaths. Who knows? They didn't make a third okay, game, I, so there's I'm no way to know about if that's true that. or not. Uh, <laughs> I, in the first game, found the psychopaths much more fascinating. True. Than, uh, than th- there the are some. There are. I don't think the psychopaths hit as hard in the second one, but there are a few standouts. That's what I, that's what I remember. If you remember, Slappy is in the second. Is that another one. clown? Is that another? Uh, one? It's a mascot guy who oh, has. Yeah. He's a weird mascot dude who has like a flamethrower. Uh, you can make a. <laughs> you know. It, no, it's not quite a flamethrower. Excuse me. It is a water gun that has been converted into a flamethrower. <laughs> the one thing you want at your sporting event. Yeah, these were all people that used to have normal lives. Sure, but now in the post-zombie apocalypse, they've truly so succumbed to the madness. When you say that the mascot has a flamethrower, I think like, why would they give a mascot a flamethrower in the real world? Because he probably set himself on fire. <laughs> but he has modified his, his water own, gun or yes. her. It's it's a, it, yes, he's <laughs> gone insane because. Is Slappy and his he is he is like a, a a Mickey Mouse if you will and his Minnie Mouse has been killed in this yeah and so he has now mm-hmm. gone insane yeah so he's the most interesting cycle I don't remember that at all okay well you should go back and replay I would love this question so I have Dead Rising two like on PS4 but it's not yeah. one I've gotten to play yet did they in any way implement like Case Zero at all which was like if y'all remember it, it was the reload. demo no to the game where you played like at a gas station oh, right yeah, which is I great that. yes yeah, it's very not, good i wouldn't even say it was a demo it was like a game it was like yeah a, i mean it, like it kind of was, like a, was, it was its own, yeah prelude yeah. prologue to it yeah no it was like a it's like 5 dollars yeah. yeah was it uh, oh okay yeah, yeah mm-hmm. 7 hours of gameplay <laughs> uh, if you get past chapter 6 yeah. you really sad at them so uh, no, it doesn't have case here, unfortunately. Yeah, that no, is um, kind of unfortunate. That's just kind of ooh, that, left in the wind. Yeah, it's one of those games that's kind of like lost. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the PT of the Dead Rising right. series. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we don't have to talk about too much more, but no, it's, uh, it's great. And I love Chuck Green as a, a protagonist just as much as I like Frank West. Yeah. Uh, he is great. There's a, Yeah, so a this good... one's like he's his like he's trying to get the medicine for his daughter. Correct, right? yeah. You've yeah. got a little daughter. That's the agency. In, 
Yeah. Yeah. So you f- every few hours you have to go provide them with uh, her with Zombrex. Yeah. 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 Do you remember the collector's edition that came with the little pin? Yeah. Like, do a I remember it? Yes. Or do I it own it? Because mine, I do like, own it. Yeah. <laughs> my like liquid like evaporated out of the pin, and so it's not even in there anymore. Oh, no. Yeah. I have that. I have all the full set. Again, got yeah. it from Gameware. Um, yeah. So cool. That was a really good special. That edition. was. A good it was a great one. special yeah. edition. Yeah. Now that game's fantastic. Yeah. Recommend that. If you're looking for something to play during this holiday season, I recommend playing through both of the only two Dead Rising games. They did make a off the record, so you could play that one as well if you want to play as Frank West in this. It's too uh, bad they never made a Christmas themed Dead Rising game. Yeah, it's a shame. If that would have been fun. Yeah, if only you could have done that. They never did. No, they didn't make anything else past these two. Did you beat one and were like, well, time to start? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And then I finished two, and I was like, that was very satisfying, and I'm glad I did that. So. Yeah, um, it's got a good ending, I felt. Yeah, the good well, final boss. Depending on how what you do in the game, yeah. 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 So true, you got to make true. some some important decisions to get mm-hmm. the satisfying ending. So, but I did. I got that S ending. There is there. Nice. Uh, there's no in this version of two, of Dead Rising Two. There's no photography. Is that correct? No, no. But there is in <laughs> Off the Record. So if you play yes. Off the Record, you can go back you to the photography, photography mechanic. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I liked it a lot, and I, I recommend everyone check it out. Nice, nice. Um, Neil. Yeah, I see Stephen and John Michael's <laughs> previous conversations on this exact podcast has influenced your, your gaming, gaming decisions. decisions for the uh, past week. Yeah. So speaking of fighting zombies, um, <laughs> I did that once in this game. Uh, so yeah, like after hearing them talk and just like you know kind of understanding like you know what maybe yakuza is kind of like a game i should enjoy and play and, yes. and it, it absolutely is so i've been yeah. playing yakuza kiwami yes, and it's like if shinmu was good yeah, like, that's yeah. Honestly it. yeah it truly is um, yeah. that's exactly but, what it is so I, I guess it was like one of those things like i i never really understood I, I have played a little bit of seven so like that's kind of like when i got this out of the series yeah but i i never Throughout the years of like working at Gameware and seeing all these Yakuza games come out, I never understood that they were like fucking goofy. Yup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you see the Yakuza and you're like, what? yeah. And people all the time, people will all the time say it's like a GTA in Japan. And that's what it's I always so heard. Fucking Same. wrong. And that's it's what I heard. So wrong. And it is not. It is nothing like a Grand Theft Auto game. Yes. Um. Happily, and, it is And not. even, like, the first chapter is actually pretty serious. Yep. I mean, like, when you yes. see, like, everything that goes down. I would say, like, kind of the what, story notes for most yeah. of the Yakuza games are deadly serious. Yeah. Yes. Everything dealing with the Yakuza itself. 90% of the rest of the game is, like, I'm going to fight this man dressed as a baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going to give advice to this person that's working at a host club, hostess club. Yeah. I'm going to try you know? and save this person from a weird cult. Like, Yeah, so it was kind of like, you know, hearing y'all's back and forth of, like, when you were narrating this Majimogoro character and him popping up and all this weird stuff. I thought it was kind of one of your, you know, Stephen exaggerated stories. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, Stephen lies. You know, I, I don't think you exaggerated enough. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> didn't land as strongly as it should is how great yeah. Majimogoro is. So, um, like, wow. Uh, I actually, like, did so much Majimogoro stuff that uh, currently I'm in Chapter 6, <laughs> and a, 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 a text popped up that was like, yo, you've he's not even coming around anymore. Like, you need to focus on the main story <laughs> for him to pop up. Um, 
But even outside of like him, like just a lot of the side stuff is just so silly and goofy. And you mean like a grown man hanging around, <laughs> you know, nine year old kids? Yeah, <laughs> playing, well, <laughs> playing, playing uh, paper rock scissors. Yeah, the arcade but game. raising their self esteem. Yes. Yeah, lifting them all. Truly really heart. Yeah, um, but. Um, Going back to like the discussion earlier of a game, uh, of course this feels like a PS2 game because it is. Yeah. Um, it's just like remastered, remade. I'm not really sure. Remade, remade. Yeah. Um, but also just like Kiru himself is just such wow. a cool character. What a Isn't great, he the best? Like I, I love him, and it's like I try to like make the decisions based on like you know like yeah I'm this hard ass yakuza, but. Uh, I want to help you out. Yeah. <laughs> He's so great. I think that's why Yakuza is like so popular in Japan because yeah. with women specifically because they're like, Kiryu like is the uh, ideal man. A heartthrob, yeah. right? Like, and, <laughs> and like the moment I knew kind of like this game was going to be something I liked was like, you know, you play chapter one. It, it's all serious. You end up like taking the hit for someone on killing a Yakuza boss. And so you spend 10 years in prison and then it's about him coming back out and like, I don't know if it's really like a redemption arc, but just him kind of getting back into this world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a fish out of water. And, and like when you're there, it's like, hey, you can earn all of this stuff, these collection points, you do this stuff, but you need to go check out Bob. And you'll know Bob. <laughs> Bob Uzumaki. By, yeah. by, by his costume. And I'm like, okay, like let me go check out. So I run out into the street, and I'm looking for this guy, and all of a sudden I turn to my left, and it's this guy decked out in a suit and clown paint. Yep. <laughs> and that was just my instant like, okay. That's just who he this, that's just what a character they came up with. They're like, you know what we should have in this game? A man in a business suit and a clown head. And he's just like, what do you want? He's like, let me give you all this cool uh, bonus content. But man, it's it's really cool. Uh like I love just kind of like how like even in the fighting styles, like while being a beat 'em up, there's different modes or stances like you can kind of change yeah. to. So there's like beast mode, which is where you're slower but you hit harder, and then there's brawler mode, which is kind of like balance. Yeah, it's like... balanced, and I feel like it's exactly the same as Dragon, which I I, I may need to talk with y'all about this because I kind of well, <clears throat> I kind of yeah. don't even really understand Dragon mode. I I get that you're like unlocking the skills from beating Majimagoro, but. Like, I don't know. You don't, like, build heat in it or anything? Well, not yet, you don't. Not yet? Okay, so yeah, that's on the unlock. Start, you gotta build up dragon mode. Okay, yeah. But... Dragon mode is, like, your ultimate mode. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's okay. like, the end game. Gotcha. And then the post okay. game. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. Okay, yeah, because I'm also, like, buying all these suits and stuff, but I can't change into them yet, because that's, like, for the new game plus. And, man, I can't... I'm, I'm excited to start that. Absolutely. Um, but, man, it's really cool. Uh, you know, it, it, it feels like... The bouncer in a lot of ways, <laughs> nice. uh, yeah, you which I really love. Fighting stuff, yeah. Like. And um, I, I, I'm y'all know I'm y'all know how this I'm, game I'm is. Super yeah. pumped that we got it's you. I don't really know what I can say that now hasn't been like said a, before. You got like nine more of these you could play. Yeah, and I'm very excited. You, about you're that. gonna like you're gonna enjoy all of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, Majima Goro, man. So my favorite moment with him. Um, you know, there's like silly stuff of like running down the street and all of a sudden like he just kind of like Oscar the Grouch comes out of like the trash can, <laughs> like, which is, yeah, and he's just smiling at you. Um, but I think and that my, laugh, I, yes, <laughs> that like cackle. And also like the introduction of him was so great uh, in how it's like all this serious of how he wants to fight. And then it just like 
the tone just changes. Like he goes into like swan mode and is like, well, I'm just going to watch you 24 seven because if I do that, there's going to be a reason to fight me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he just want, he just wants you to be his rival so badly. Yes. That's all he wants. He just wants a rival and he chose you because Kazuma Kiryu is like the ultimate, like, you know, dude to beat, right? Like, yeah. And uh, go for I think my favorite moment of him was like how like he kind of connected and was like, you know, no one's really appreciated you or wanted to do anything with you ever since you've come out of prison. And he's like, so come to my club and like, we'll throw you a birthday party. You know? <laughs> and I was like, okay, so let me go check it out. So we walk in there and it's, it, it's, it's like this obvious like strip club. And then all of a sudden, like you sit down, the camera zooms over and it starts going up. And it's Majima Goro on the strip pole. <laughs> and he's just dancing for you with hearts coming out everywhere. And this is your birthday man, present, man. The way he comes up with these ideas to get you to fight him <laughs> is just genius. It's genius. <laughs> and it makes me wonder, like, how is he watching you all this time, but also planning all this out? Like, is he in the trash awesome. can just, like, writing notes? Like, what no, is he doing? It's all, it's all on the fly. That's that's what I decided Majima Goro is. It's a gut thing. Yeah, it's a gut um, thing. You just do it. But yeah, speaking of zombies, I fought him as a zombie yeah, and then had do. to fight a bunch of other peoples as a zombie. And uh, yeah, man, this game is just really good. So I'm, I'm like just under like 16 hours in chapter six. I don't really know. The exact same part of the game as you, but I'm like 80 hours. <laughs> nice. I love Over that. four years. Um, <laughs> but man, I, I just like, I just want to go play Yakuza. It's, it's fun. It's so good. What are, which one are you picking up after you finish this one? Uh, Which order are you going? I don't in? know. I, I've kind of like read around, and you know, a lot of the internet says like zero is a good place to start. Yeah, but I went with this. But I, I kind of almost like want to play them in just like release order, and maybe keep like zero later. Interesting. Uh, okay. Just because I feel I feel like in a game like this, especially if you release, because uh, I think there was six of them and then zero. Is that right? Uh, I think it was five zero then six five zero then six so i, yeah, f- six I feel like zero is going to have a lot of things okay. that reference into those yeah that i would like now that i'm playing it like i, I want to be able to understand that sure 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 i mean yeah zero i mean definitely you know puts you back at the beginning right so yeah but yeah there's still like some some drops in there some cameos yeah but yeah play it play them in a uh yeah, release order i don't care play yeah mm-hmm. but uh yeah, I'm excited. I'm ex- do it. I, these games are great. <laughs> oh, actually, zero did come before six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, zero, then six, and then seven, and now we're getting a weird split in the series. Uh, but I'm still excited because that just means we get two games now instead of just one. And then there's mm-hmm. the two judgment games. That is also true. Yeah, judgment yeah, we, and lost yeah. judgment. I've heard great things about those. Um, they are they're similar i don't to me they don't quite have the same heart and charm but they still have good characters yeah uh, just not quite as silly and fun that's kind of what i got out of like when i watched like uh trailers and stuff for lost judgment and judgment it seemed like it was heavier on the serious and less on the goofy yeah um i mean there's still some goofy but but man like i, I really want to play through this and because one thing I'm really excited about is with eight coming up, mm-hmm. how they've announced like you can play brawler or turn based. Yeah, it sounds and that's awesome. really interesting to me because it almost feels like you develop two games in one, yeah. and like that's a reason to like not even switch your playstyle mid game if you even can do that. I'm not sure, but like to play it that way, you know, because I played about 15 hours of seven. Mm-hmm. 
and the turn-based was fantastic. It's so good. And seeing how they've like made the brawler style into a turn-based, because it's in that one, you know, you were picking up bikes and smashing people yep. and doing all that in this turn-based game, and I'm seeing how like, oh, you do that in this brawler game, and man, just like even the different animations of all the heat stuff. So like, good. So many like. I'm, I'm not it's even sure. Painful. I'm yes. like, how, it's like Batman. There was one right? guy. Yes. How do these people survive? They, yes. they're, 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 they're there was one dead. guy like so. One of the heat animations you get a lot is like slamming them into the wall yep. and then just like you know throwing them down to the ground. But then there was one like where I slammed him into the wall and the guy was kind of angled and then Kiru just like fucking like curb stomps him into the into yeah, the wall. Man. I'm like, good lord. <laughs> yeah. Or there was one in Fuck a, a dude up. my favorite one in beast mode. I don't know how I did it, but I guess it was just because like there was a group of people around me. Mm -hmm. But he just like grabbed the dude and just like used him as the weapon and spun him around and so knocked around yeah, everybody. Yeah, it's like an instant win move. Yeah. Like, that takes everybody. Man. There's a lot of interesting heat moves around vehicles, too. Yes. Not, yeah, like, there's contextual moves. Yeah. I love a contextual move. Or like your weapon-based heat moves. Yes. Because every weapon yep. that you have in the game has different I've noticed heat that. Moves. And I think my favorite one so far is uh, I unlock the one like where if you're if they're blocking, you can trigger the heat. Mm -hmm. And basically, he just like grabs them in the face and then like looks like he twists them to where he breaks his, their neck. And as they're falling, he just like with the back of his heel comes down and just like nails them in the neck. And it's just, them. man... <laughs> It's so brutal. It's it's almost like, and then you can go play the slot car race uh, game with children, <laughs> at, like right outside, or the batting cages, which I'm terrible at. Um, yeah, I'm not good at any of those. I many, love the batting cages. Games. I'm bad at. Uh, but man, like a lot of it too, just feels like very early, like like the Mortal Kombat X-rays yeah, that they have yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, like, there is no X-rays, but it's like that violent. <laughs> um, but yeah, and this you can go sing karaoke. Yeah, it, really? I haven't yeah. done that yet. Oh uh, yeah, go yeah. do karaoke. I think there's quite a bit of stuff I haven't done yet. Probably because yeah. uh, yeah. I haven't. I've I've got a lot of parts for pocket. Pocket. Is, yeah. The, is yeah. it pocket bike racer? Is that the no, Burger King it's game? Just pocket Burger racer. King game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you do. <laughs> you mean the Blitz Studios yeah. developed yeah. Burger King? Game? Yeah. Yeah. The Burger King game is in this. Yeah. You just nice. go up and you boot up actually Xbox 360. I'm also really curious. <laughs> if there was a Burger King in the game, I fully expect. Uh, actually, that's yeah. It would be um, Majima. Goro dressed like, as the king. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. He's under that <laughs> he mask. He just like sneaks around and gives Kira you a whopper. He walks up. He's like, I would like a whopper. And then he's like, ah! I'm Just kidding. It was me. I was sneak king. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's the collab they missed out on. Yeah. No. So they had to go with Wild Jacksons instead. So, and this game also <laughs> must have had some collabs in the past because, like, you know, you can buy all these things, and one thing I noticed, like, I, I could buy was Sky Vodka. Yeah, no, they have the <laughs> name brand. Like, everything is real. Everything is oh, like okay. a Don thing. Don Quixote is a store in Japan. Okay, yeah, yeah it said it was a, like a nationwide franchise. No, every brand, yeah, I everything didn't know is that a, was a real thing. Real okay. brand Although, there's game. no Famima. There's no... Yeah, the, Lawson. The, there's no Lawson. There doesn't appear to be a convenience store that's real. Yeah. But, but, like, CC Lemon, C Boss drinks, Coffee... Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Pokari Sweat, I think, yeah. is also yeah. all the drinks are, and there's one of the bartenders will give you like the history of the drinks yeah. as okay. you order it, which is yeah. fascinating. No, it, there's every drink is a real actual beverage you can yeah. buy in this. I've also been doing this thing like where I keep my uh, phone like screen up with the translator because I'm like really curious as to like what everything is since I can't read Japanese. Well, um, you can't. Oh, no. <laughs> are you even playing? Unfortunately, this? a downfall I have. Is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can what? I said, why are you even playing this? Oh yeah, that's true. Um, but man, 
This game's so good. Yeah. I, I think my only disappointment is well, the fact hear it. is the fact that I can't play Virtual Fighter Four in the arcade. But yeah, I'll, so I'll forgive most, it for that. All the other Yakuza games have like, yeah, you can play those games. Yeah. Oh, well, sweet. Well, there, I need to hurry up like and be there. Are, <laughs> yeah, you can play Virtual Fighter Five. Virtual Fighter Five is in like nice. the, the the next Yakuza game is going to have like a Saturn game that's never been yep anywhere before, but. It was an arcade game, and it'll, it'll be playable in the next. Yeah, game. I think that was like the only thing that I was like, uh, like, because when you go into Club Sega, it's like the UFO catcher, yeah. and then the the little kid with the Mezuken. bug lady yeah. card no, game. Mean, later on, you start getting more and more okay. arcade games you can play. Sweet. You mean in other in other Yakuza, Yakuza games? games. Yeah, not, not in this one. one. Okay, this yeah, one. cool. Well, I'm excited about that because they each have like yeah. two, like usually two different arcade games, like Sega games you yeah. can play. I love me some Virtual Fighter. Maybe more. Six has like four. A whole bunch of them. Yeah. Hang on. I mean, you could play Hang yeah. On Shinmu. Yeah, that's kind of what started. So that's the thing. Like this franchise, the DNA is is Shinmu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like but they every just built. It's just on it. it's just a more modern game. It's it's more fun. It's better. It's very good. Shinmu is very boring. Well, but I was gonna say. <laughs> yes. I was gonna <laughs> yes. use a positive word. Um, <clears throat> I won't. What's the word? I'm, it was. It, it, they were trying for a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't think of the word. Ambitious. Before it's you. time. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it was ambitious. incredibly ambitious game. Shinmu is one and of those games that's like, I agree with both. Like, I think it's good, but it is pretty boring. Like, it, 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 dra- it me was fascinated by that Yeah, game. Yeah, no, trust me. It is me, definitely yeah, a game uh, of its time. Yeah, absolutely. And trying to go back and play that now, it's like, ooh. ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't age well. But Yakuza ages. <laughs> ages perfectly. Fine so wine. Good. Like rice oh, wine. Yes, exactly. You can read about it in yeah. the bar. Adam loves Yakuza. I'm sure you're probably interested in hopping back into the older games. I still want to. You kept looking like you wanted to say something while we were talking about this game for the past hour. No, no, no. <laughs> I've been no, enjoying I... y'all's recounting of Majima Goro Tales and going go kart racing. I just don't, you know, I played seven for like 50 yeah, hours. It's but a great game. The intro, Neil, for this game sounds like a lot of the intro for seven, which was interesting. Yeah. Which yeah. is, you know. I, don't, I guess there's only somebody with the Yakuza game start, but no, yeah. But I mean, I want to get back to this. Wrong, I, like seven was like the introduction of a new main character. Ichiban, like, yeah, but is, he also is, went is, to jail to right you know, for the. Oh, let me put this out there: Japan is a 99 percent conviction rate. Okay, okay. So like, <laughs> they all went to jail. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, you can learn more about it in Judgment. Yes, <laughs> and or someone judgment. will go to jail for the murder of the murdered. <laughs> but uh, but I'm guessing like. <laughs> Kiru is who you play as in zero through six. Yeah, and okay. well, you play some Majima Goro. Yeah, you, yeah. you do play as yeah. a little bit of Majima Goro in, in zero. zero. Yeah, not a little bit. Maybe like, that's how the game. <laughs> now I'll get yeah. to see the inside of his brain. Well, do you know who voiced uh, Majima Goro in the original Yakuza game? Mark I have Hamill. no idea. Mark Hamill. Nice. <laughs> it's not. It's not good. I mean, it's it's maybe for the time. It's because he's basically a, a Joker. What is, yeah. <laughs> so does this game have English dub? Yes. I did not see that in the settings. <laughs> Have you been playing in Japanese don't, the whole time? Yep. Nice. Don't, don't play in English. Am I mean, playing in Japanese? I think of I course am. you're playing in Japanese. Actually, I don't know if it's in English. I don't because, know. Because like, there, I, 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 I don't, don't know. know. I don't even look for that. I, I typically, I typically like to play a game in Japanese, but with English subs. But currently, with a two-year-old, sometimes that gets me to like I miss some things. Um, you can play Cocoon in Japanese <laughs> language. With English with subs. With English subs. Hell the yeah. whole game is in Japanese. Uh, yeah. yeah, I went into the settings and I didn't even see that. And maybe so. yeah, maybe Yakuza 0, I'm sorry, uh, Kiwami is only. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, 
It doesn't matter. I never look for it anyway. I'm only going to yeah. play it the way it was meant to be played. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it actually is like very interesting because it's like, maybe I could learn Japanese this way. You can't. No, you can't. <laughs> it's, it's Just watch a lot of anime. Yeah. Gambate. But I know what that means now because of all the anime. I love anime. it. Mushy, mushy. Moving into Retro Rewind this week. We're going to party like it's 1999 with the release of Jet Force Gemini on Nintendo 64, October 11th, 1999. What were we all doing in 1999? Waiting for Y2K? I was playing Jet Force Gemini. Were you? Actually, I was, yeah. Where'd you get your copy of Jet Force Gemini? <sighs> Toys R Us? I think so. Yeah. Cause, that's I where mean, everyone got Jet Force Gemini from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you bought it, it came from Toys R Us. <laughs> so it, it was a it was a game that like uh, I'm we went and like bought. And yeah, that's but, how it worked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jet Force Gemini. But, but I didn't get to right. I didn't get to play it until Christmas. It. Yeah. Or yeah. Or yeah. So it was like we bought it and then I had to wait two months to play the game. Really? Yeah. Because oh. like I it, it came out in October, to, yeah. so you had to wait for Christmas. Huh? We, right. we actually did that quite a lot. Like, so when I got Final Fantasy VII from GameWare, um, mm-hmm. which they didn't give us the discs, <laughs> Stephen, you got to no, pay more for that. It wasn't Stephen. I think it was like boss's niece boss. or something who was working at the time. I was not. Wor- I was not a GameWare yeah. employee. It was just boss. But I got I got Final Fantasy VII and Destruction Derby two, and mm-hmm. so like. Destruction Derby 2 had to wait until Christmas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, man, Jeff Wars Gemini who was made, Who makes this? Rare. Rare. Mm-hmm. LTD. Yeah. One of those guys. Man. So it is Y'all like a... this game came out a week after Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Whoa. That's why I was too busy playing yeah, Tony so Hawk. You're probably yeah. not, not playing. I played some Jeff Wars Gemini. It was not like top of my like N64 list. Did y'all play it like co-op? Yeah, I played. I did it. with a friend. Yeah, yeah, I went to my really? cousins and we would play together. That's why I never rented it. Was because I was like, well, I heard that it, you're supposed to play it with a buddy. It and does. My work brother really was like, well. I don't want to play yeah. video games. It's surreal. It was like the Kane and Lynch before Kane and Lynch came out. You know, it's the perfect co-op game. Yeah, but it was like something like you had to play it for a bit by yourself before you unlock co-op because co-op was like. Oh, I think you're right. Kind of it like Mario Galaxy style where like you get this little like helicopter guy and then mm-hmm. that's the co-op person. So it wasn't like someone is Juno and someone is Lupus. But there is a multiplayer as well, but, right? That you can do I think so. There is Yeah. Definitely like a some sort of level of that. Yeah. Probably I don't recall. I'm sure someone Yeah, I'm sure there was. I mean it was a like, rare here's game. All, here's all of this on the sixty four. Yeah, so. exactly. If it's in your top ten list, yeah, exactly. Let us it know. Yeah, and I hope it's correct on us and anything yeah. we get wrong. Yeah. But uh man, that game was really, really cool because it was like one of the first games I remember where after you beat it, like the title screen changes. Yeah, and oh, I love like, that. There's like this like new thing, and so that was like kind of cool because it's like this indicator to your friends, like I actually did I, it. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's not like a, a, a trophy or something that you have to unlock. Um, but it was also like a really interesting take on the shooter genre because it was a yeah, third yeah, yeah. person game that when you aim down sight air quotes right your character would go transparent, and you just had the crosshairs to like move around the screen. But you could also just like run and gun it, if you wanted. It was very well done for an N64 shooter type game. Yeah. Um, this kind of sounds, some of this sounds like Sin and Punishment. <clears throat> a little With bit. The, like, a little bit. Crosshair yeah. moving. It, it really is in a lot of ways. I've never played but, Jeff Force Gemini. 
I mean, I would like to play Jet, Jet Force. Yeah, it's punishment was a little more <clears throat> Star Fox, but run rail shooter. Play co-op with me. Yes. Yeah, oh do God, that. Finally. Now is so. This is a, a rare game, but this is a rare <clears throat> Nintendo game, right? So this this does does it show up on the rare replay collection? Yeah, it does. This, this, this is yeah. a rare, yeah. rare replay. So we can yeah. play this in modern times. Yeah, it so does have still... dual stick. Modernized to it as well. Sure. Has anyone played it on the rare replay? Yes. Collection? Okay. So, yes. uh, does it, it does it still hold up in 2023? If I were to go boot it up for most people, probably not. Sure. Uh, for me, yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of. Although I will say, game. like the back half of this game is kind of bad. Okay. Because um, because it's one of those points of like, there's like this bear like. Yep. Tri people and they're oh, called yeah. tribals. Yep. And the thing in the game is like to actually get to the final boss, you have to find and collect every single tribal. So oh, it's not it's, about it's not just like this like no. so many of them and you it's like you have to find every single one. Renee, do you um, still have the Nintendo power that lists where all of them are? I probably you're gonna, do. You're going to need it if you guys play together. Yeah, I man, I never played this game, but I sure did read a lot about it over and over <laughs> and over and I knew the like walkthrough by heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Like this game, like the color palette of this game, if that makes sense. Like lots of blues and purples. Yeah, the aesthetic is great. Yeah, yeah top tier. It, it definitely yeah. mimicked the. Uh, There's like, a dog. Like come right. on. Yeah. Everything about that you can very play much, as. Like, and then at a certain, and then like halfway through the game, you get upgrades for all the characters where they get like new suits, and the dog yeah, becomes a armor. tank. <laughs> tank oh, dog. Yeah. yeah, I remember seeing like art of that and being like, "Is that a different thing? I yeah. don't know." So. And what were the characters? It was Lupus was the dog. Juno was the girl. What was the main character? Like the guy, Dylan. Wow. <laughs> his name was Jet. Uh, but yeah, I, I forget his name. But um, someone's going to write in. Yeah, someone should someone write in. Someone will definitely do it. Because it's on someone's top ten list. Mm-hmm. Someone. I know what the name is, but I'm not going to say it. What? Rude. What? Why not? It's Floyd. Oh, I was actually pretty. No, Floyd's a little helicopter co-op guy. Well, there's Floyd, Juno, and King Jeff. (laughs) King Jeff. King Jeff. Floyd is a mechanical drone. It doesn't matter. (laughs) None of this matters. This game has characters. This won't be on the final. Juno is the first player. (laughs) Who's the guy? What was his sister's name? Also Juno. Also Bella. (laughs) Mr. Pants is in this game. Oh, finally. Mr. Pants makes his return. Bella. Bella. Okay. Juno's twin twin sister. Bella. Cute. She helps solve mysteries with Scooby and the gang. Yeah. I really want to play this game again now. (laughs) Is it it on the Switch uh, eShop? No. Like the subscription? Gotta just boot up that But honestly, like. N64 itself. Man, there's a lot on like the N64 Switch stuff that just like it's so bad because like they can't emulate the C buttons correctly. So mm-hmm. it's like for C up and right, like you have to hold the Archer. Yeah, and like GoldenEye plays terrible. On I the have Switch. an N64 controller that connects to my Switch. I yeah, you're problem. gonna need it. Uh, I wish I had that, but every time they they're go up for sale, they they're all, are they're not. available now. You can get them. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Okay. Send Neil a link. Yep, it's all you could get it through your switch. Yeah, uh, I looked at it yes last night. I was playing You're like a that's game nice. Last night, <laughs> it's it like but, I already have two of these. But yeah, I, I remember it like controlling pretty well in Rare Replay for the updated dual stick 
yeah. control Yeah, a lot style. of those N64 controls, like games with the updated controls, to me, feel like really weird. Yeah. Like yeah. dual analog just yep. doesn't translate well yeah. into some of those games. Yeah, and this game is like, the dual analog itself works okay, but the game like still has that N64 jank. Yeah, <laughs> so, that we all love. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was a... Really good game. I can't believe it's been so day. many years since it came out already. Can't, can't even <laughs> believe oh my that. God. It was actually the game it. that, like, I was also, after playing that, I was, like, really excited for Dinosaur Planet. And then, like, that whole thing went down with where it became Star Fox Adventures. Yeah, it got delayed a whole bunch. Mm, yeah. So. It happens sometimes. Jet Force Gemini. All the way back to 1999. Moby. Let's. <laughs> that was that was the hot track. Spice Girls. Yeah. You want to be my lover? Yep. Let's talk about some news. New, new, news. Little... We're like three hours into the show. I know, right? Yeah. Just... <laughs> we can talk about Yakuza. Uh, Yakuza <laughs> some <news>. more. <laughs> little behind, pulling the curtains back a little bit. Usually, I try to compile all the news stories that we share together in our group chat. But I was so busy with work this week, I have not looked at any of these stories. Uh-oh, me so either. I'm going to read a headline, and whoever added this, please speak on this headline. Okay, well, I added some stories, but my... I don't know about them. So. <laughs> See what Headli- we get into here. Headline number one. Sony adds this stupid movie thing to higher tiers of PS Plus. <laughs> so I, I didn't put this in here, but I'm going to talk me. about it. Um, <laughs> I don't know, like a month ago or a few weeks ago or last week. I don't remember. We, <laughs> we talked about how like PlayStation Plus is going up in price, Woo! right? For so no, much. for no god for dang no reason. Damn, so what? Reason. So we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it just happened. We all just woke up and Sony, Sony was like, "Yeah, we need more money." Yeah, they're they're going broke, guys. Are you <laughs> just reciting Mad Dog? <laughs> yeah. What my point is <laughs> that here's the dang good reason. <laughs> we just didn't know. <laughs> why do Why do they need our additional twenty dollars a month, Stephen? There are literally dozens of movies that you can watch. <laughs> that is <laughs> on PlayStation. At least one dozen movies. There's like, and and these are look, blockbuster films, right? It's like, not like Forrest Gump. Okay, thank God, I don't want to watch. But that. like Dragon Wars is on there. Hell yeah! Honestly, that sounds yeah. like a better value than if it was. Do Forrest you remember Gump. when you would go to Blockbuster? And yes. the the back wall was all the new stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot okay, new none of that shit is here. <laughs> At least without you having to pay. Okay, well, hold on. Now. This is a movie app. So, according to this article that someone leaked for me, thank you, from IGN, it says, this col- new collaboration lets PS4 and PS5 owners what? buy or rent. Collaborate? Mm-hmm. It's Sony. It's their They've own collaborated thing. with themselves. <laughs> it's their own product. So, yeah, this was a thing that was already a thing, and but just on away. Bravia TVs. Yeah, it was the hot Bravia app. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, so I guess all of these movies that I see listed in this article are, fall under the the rent option yes. or the buy option. Like not Uncharted. The, or Grand Spider-Man Grand Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, that's not for free. The Equalizer. I was no. so excited when I... I okay, I yeah. didn't know shit about this. <laughs> no, of course not. You're, it, and you, I was about to enjoy a nice meal with my, my wife. <laughs> and I was like, let's turn on the PlayStation movie app. Because we, we have like seven other apps yeah. you could watch anything mm-hmm. on, probably. Like, what cool new thing do they have on yeah. here? So I turn on the Sony Movies 1 app. And... Mm. Lo and behold, I am bestowed all of the hottest, newest Sony pictures. <laughs> There's so many good ones. I'm like, this is. I'm like, this is cool. Yeah. I want to watch Gran Turismo. It's not just a game. 
yeah. anymore. It's an experience. It's, <laughs> it's based on a true story. It's, it's based on it some, happen to any of some us. sort of a true story. So I just click on one of those like fancy new movies. I'm like, I just pull the rug under the theaters. You can take that. <laughs> I'm not having theater. to pay a hundred dollars. Suck it, AMC. And then get nachos that are not good and old because I can just do it right here. Not good shows. <clears throat> then they want like twenty bucks for ten dollars. And I'm like, I'm not made of money. Oh. I already had to pay more for the PlayStation Plus. The theater strikes again. The thing that kind of like baffles me too is Uncharted is a movie you have to rent or buy. Yeah. But if you have Netflix, you can watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And this is their own movie. <laughs> this is, yeah, it's their movie. It's a proprietary movie. <laughs> but I found a tab on the left near the bottom. That was like, okay, poor. <laughs> Here's movies you can watch that don't cost more money. Like Weekend at Bernie's 2. Hell yeah. That's not actually on there. No. Cocoon starring Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. Like these are the movies. When when I mentioned Blockbuster earlier, you immediately go. It's 1997. It's Friday night. You go to the back wall because that's where all the new shit is. Well, they don't have any of that in stock. So you go into the middle of the store and it's all the like crap you don't want to watch. That's what's available in the free area. This, this these are all movies that like if you remember when movies were bigger than they are now, like when everything was just like most of these movies were like on UMD. Yeah, it was before know? everything it was like the stuff that was on the PSP. Before every movie was a blockbuster movie event when the the 90s and 2000s were just churning out whatever movie Sliver. they felt like single yeah. white female go <laughs> okay we literally watched go we watched see go. there you the go night. like it's a pretty like that's every a great movie everything it's that's so on here good. is like they're not bad movies they're solid like seven and eights but it's not like it's like whoa it's the new hotness it's just, yeah <laughs> you know what like, else why would i want to why don't i just want to just watch go for you know what else movie? is great too it's so good <laughs> you know what else is great too so as someone who subscribes to the lowest tier of PS Plus, and now I have to pay $20 more a year, fuck me, I don't get any of this. <gasps> oh, you don't even get to the... No, movies? only extra and premium get it. It says to the higher tier... It says right here in the headline. Only you the wrote high- this headline. I wrote I didn't it. write you the wrote headline. I wrote it, yeah. Yeah, only to the higher tier. <laughs> so there literally is no more value for me. Nope, bye. You just have to but pay more. Sony's also pledging to expand on the offerings and perks that come with Sony Pictures Core. Noting a selection of anime content from Crunchyroll, which Sony acquired in late 2020 for $1.175 billion. Oh, oh. yeah, I forgot that they you did. You can have my subscription. They did do that. <laughs> They're like, you can watch five episodes of One Piece. Great. We're going to throw them in the 995 series. to go. <laughs> How many years until this thing goes away? Um, It'll be gone by next year. You're giving it years? I'm about to say. <laughs> Optimistic. Uh, yeah, I would say. Very shortly. Although or apparently, if you had a Bravia TV, this has been a thing for exactly. decades. I do have a Bravia TV, and I didn't know. So did I. So, so do I. Well, how long, how often do you log into your apps on your? TV? I only turn my TV on with my PlayStation. That's so. it. Yeah. <laughs> Next headline: Shell pushes big oil to the youths with Fortnite partnership. <laughs> Look, youths. Yeah. Everything works with oil. That so. The Shell Oil and Gasoline Corporation um, is, I guess, just now figuring out that um, no one wants gas anymore. Electric um, cars. Yeah, so they're, they're trying to figure out how to get younger generations back on board with big oil. <laughs> um, As the children look into the future and they're like, wow, everything's on fire. Yeah, who, who ruined this for us? <laughs> um, they pretty much always point the finger right back at big oil and they're like, no, how do we win them back to our side? 
we know let's Fortnite. <laughs> do you want to know, I want to talk about oil for a second? Let, please, and I want we to talk, talk about electric cars for a moment. Let's do that. Cuz I saw this headline a few weeks ago. Do you do you want to know which country has adopted electric cars the fastest and the most aggressive? Norway. It's Norway. And so they it is Norway. Oh. So oh, wow. it's Norway. And 12 years ago, less than 1% of new cars sold in Norway were electric cars because it was 12 years ago. There right. was like the leaf, right? Mm-hmm. This the most recent Data that's available. How many? What percentage do you, of new cars do you think are electric in the this in the country of Norway? Because it used to be one percent, forty percent. Okay, seventy five. Okay. Any other guesses? Fifty nine. Neil, Neil can't guess. Seventy three. So eighty <laughs> percent of Holy new cars shit. without going over. Can you can you, can you imagine that? Eighty percent of new cars sold in Norway that's are crazy. electric cars. Well, they've got like Incredible. four people. Yeah, and they all and th- well, most of them have electric cars. <laughs> Three of them do. I think Shell can imagine that. I think they're yeah. they're feeling the burn. They're from like, Norway. we got to get in like, Fortnite. Yeah, they they hate that we have you know the kids want renewable resources. They hate the kids don't want to die. Um, <laughs> so they're like, well, how do we change their minds? So there are now some creative maps in Fortnite. Um, where you can drive around and go to your favorite <laughs> Shell gas stations on the map. <laughs> and and it, here's a video. They're dancing at the Shell station while you can they go, fill up their car. You can go it. floss at a Shell station if you want in Fortnite Can now. you get gas? Yeah, absolutely. There are no electric vehicles in Fortnite. I know. So Not they, very progressive, you have to Epic. fuel them up. You do, yeah, you have to get guests. And uh, Epic just taking L after L each week, raising prices, firing yeah, people, not so like caring about that's electric an vehicles. Unfortunate team up. Apparently, they have some influencers ah, that they're getting yeah. to also push this. Ooh. Yeah, it's a it's a bad look on on Shell and on Fortnite, <laughs> in my opinion. You know. I'll- Everyone in my generation, it only took one episode of Saved by the Bell um, to learn that big oil is evil. Sure. So we need we need like a, a new generation's Saved by the Bell episode where an oil company comes to the high school and tells them that we're gonna we found oil here and we're gonna give your high school all this money. But then their their beloved duck gets it's covered <laughs> in oil, and then they're like, "Get out of here, oil company!" And that was That's the it. that was the lesson you learned in that episode. We need to get that, Zach the, inside need, of Fortnite. Yep. Yeah. Winning the Zach Why skin. isn't Saved by the Bell? In That's Fortnite. great. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. They yeah. had a new whole new series. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't make sense. Diablo Four runs damage control with season two updates. Everybody loves Diablo Four. <laughs> Ever since the game was released, up until this moment, yeah, I, there's been no done nothing to uh, <laughs> alienate or isolate yeah, or run off some of this ruins any goodwill they started out with this game. Uh, yeah, so Diablo 4, you know, I think started fairly strong at launch. You know, There's definitely a lot of anticipation hiccups. hype for the launch, and it came out yeah. good, and everyone was like, ooh, season, here we go. Yeah, and so season, honestly, it was like right before season one. It was one. before season one, that big patch came out, which like fucked up everything. Yeah, they're like, we hate everyone who plays our game. Much like uh, Shell hates uh, people <laughs> trying to live a progressive life and like not die in a fire hellscape in two months. Um, Diablo also hates people who play their game and have fun with it. And they're like, no fun is allowed in this game. It's the no fun zone. Yeah, not at all. If you're having fun playing Diablo, we don't want you to do that. We're going to roll all the fun stuff back. Um, turns out 
uh, people do like having fun when they play <laughs> huh. their games. Hmm. It's weird that they missed that. Huh. They didn't do a lot of studies, Imagine I guess. Um, so people told Diablo, they're like, hey, Diablo, turns out we, we want to have fun when we play our games. So, we want to like, gain levels when we kill bad guys. Okay, yeah. so what did they do? Because I... I haven't played Diablo. They basically just made your your post game content like your once you get into higher levels, especially like level eighty to one hundred, was like just super slug. You're telling me that like a service game has a slog for an end game? Exactly. That's I've never heard. They basically made it like much more experience level up. Like just level up took times when you had to grind away at what I didn't get. I never got that high level, right? Really, Mm -hmm. the only thing I felt was it certainly took a lot longer to level up after that patch, especially post fifty. But like I don't know, whatever things you have to collect at higher levels, they decrease the drop rates on all these things. Don't they realize like the dopamine doesn't come out of your brain until the ding goes off? Number go up. I'm happy. Like that's it. That's the whole reason they made number not go up. Yeah, like because uh, you would think like if you just keep the customer base happy and you have this season based model, then people would keep buying seasons. Yeah, I mean that's what you would think, but no, they kind of ruined it for everyone. But now, yes, they've walked it back. Some of the highlights are saying that you know decrease the time it gets uh, takes to get to level one hundred. Uh, Kotaku's claiming it, the journey is about forty percent faster to get to one hundred yeah. than it was previously. They're getting you know more experience from killing monsters. Um, also. Excuse me. Um, I think they, uh, they it, fixed some damage pieces to mm-hmm. it as well. They they made it to where like later on enemies were just like not fun to fight at all. Like it was just possible to kill them. So they fixed a lot of that. Also, as well. they buffed like the XP bonuses you get from yeah. drinking elixirs. Few uh, changes to nightmare dungeons as well. And uh, yeah, there seems like they're trying to walk back a lot of the the badness the bad they changes they made the problem is i mean that happened back in july and we are now in october yeah and there's so a lot of good games that are about to come out too i haven't so. played diablo 4 since like august and yep, it became same. unfun just grinding those same dungeons and not really getting much and i'm like i'm not going to get to much fuck this like so i I, like reading this, I'm like, cool. I'm glad they did that. But yeah, yeah. there should be other things coming out, and I don't really feel the need to rush back to Diablo Four. Nah, uh, I kind of felt like that the day I started playing it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. yeah. So it's, I'm it's... so glad I didn't start playing that because I wanted to really bad, and then I just like kind of let it sit for a while and mm-hmm. watched what happened. And whew. it's a game, and I do think that there is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, look, it is. Um, it's a game. And I think that it has a potential future that is positive. I think it can really Diablo 3 itself, but it's not there yet. Uh, I can't wait for the Super Necronomicon edition where <laughs> they fix everything and like there's more classes that are actually fun to play. And The uh, Amazon. Yeah. Like, bring for, back the Amazon. God, please bring back Amazon. It's my favorite website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please bring cool. back Amazon.com. It's just been so long since I've been there. <laughs> yeah. So good luck, Diablo. Hope you <clears throat> can turn things around for yourself. Nintendo is discontinuing Wii U and 3DS online functions in spring 2024. Yeah. It's really sad. You know, it's funny in my Facebook memories. I think it was like 12 or 13 years ago. I said that I was playing um, Pokemon Soul Silver like battles online. Yeah. And I was having so much fun with it. It was very addictive. And now... Well, now you can't do yeah, that. Now you can't, I guess. Looks like the only service that will still be available after April 2024 is the Pokemon Bank. Yeah, for how long? 
But minutes. Nintendo <laughs> warned that it may also end Pokemon Bank support sometime in the future. The okay, day. well, that's great. One it, week later. It also stated there's a chance it will end online functionality earlier than April 2024. Could be whatever. Oh if, difficulties, could if difficulties crop up then and now... Uh, but Silicon Era says, as a side note, you'll still be able to use Street Pass and access Nintendo Thank eShop God. to download, purchase software and DLC. So stuff you've already purchased, you can re-download um, still. But yeah, all what the rest of the online functionality. What happens to my Pokemon in the bank? They die. They Fuck. go into the ether. They go into the, let's say. You Turn know like when you go into a black hole and it turns you into spaghetti? Yeah, spaghettification. Yeah, like that. So If they turn into an ether, then they would get... Uh, more just, power to their abilities. Oh, right. Yeah. It seems like it's way too soon for this, too. Like, am I going crazy? Was it just, um, well, I mean, it was last year they turned off the store, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess now it's just a year late. And the next year... Switch is like almost seven years old. Mm-hmm. Right? We're about to get another yeah. one of those, probably. Yeah. Sometimes I wish just, like, there'd be, like, more clarification as to why. Because it's, like, in my mind, Money. it's like... I yeah. guess I get it because they're probably Server spending space. more on the servers than like the amount that they're pulling yeah. in with people actually using it. So it's like well, I get it as like a but ha- it's 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 only a negative. It's only a loss, right? Because right. If people are using the service, but there's Nintendo's not earning money from that. No. But that's what I mean. Is like they already shut <clears throat> down the shop, so you're right. not like gaining revenue on these systems mm-hmm. to like justify keeping this going. So it's like I get it as a business model, but I guess I kind of wish there were just more clarification you know, than that. It, but it's been around a long time. As as each of these online stores shutters one by one, <clears throat> inevitably. Yeah. You just have so much of gaming history that's just gone. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. That's not accessible. And that sucks. Yeah. And then the the, the next thing that happens is the online functionality goes away and it's just a byproduct of that. Mm-hmm. And then you have a whole nother little segment of, of gaming history, people that Probably played more online games, you know, on their 3DS than anything. Um, maybe not us here at this table, but <laughs> that person does exist. And then that part of gaming history uh, is just it's gone. Yeah. yeah, the guy that sits next to me at work still plays FF11 on a private server. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so be sure to enjoy all of your Mario Kart 7 <laughs> while you can <laughs> while you can smash brothers an entire yeah. smash brothers game that That's won't true. be played ah, well you know well. play the ultimate version anyway this yeah point. yeah we'll be all right scrub playing i guess, I guess. Uh, today is October 10th and crowdfunding begins for a DDR mini cabinet to celebrate DDR's 25th anniversary. Hooray. You can put it on your desk and you know, when you, okay. Have you seen the size of this thing? No. Cause it's it's one seventh scale or something. It's, it's huge. Yeah. I was going to say that sounds big. That is the only thing Am I confusing it with something else? I thought that you said something else. We we have this. this, I have this little thing already. Oh, that's what I was thinking of then. Okay. So let me click on this. Like a tech deck machine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So what is this? Dance Dance Revolution classic mini. What is this? Yeah. So I'm, a seventh the size, if you recall how enormous an actual right. DDR machine is. Like, uh-huh. So is this something you put on like your kitchen counter and you use both hands to push the button? You could put it in. You could put is, it anywhere. Is this the size of like one of those little shitty one-up arcade cabinets? That much are... smaller than that. Okay. Okay. There's a company, another company that does make scale arcade machines that are about this tall, Mm-mm. and that's like kind of big, but not big enough to. Yeah. It's this weird middle ah, step. This tall. That was about a foot and a half that you were holding. Yeah. It's, it's a visual podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and seeing the scale of this mini DDR machine next to humans, like it's kind of big, yeah. but not big enough to, it's, it's not big enough to be like a, an arcade one up, but okay. you can plug this thing up to your TV 
You could plug mm. up an actual dance mm-hmm. pad to this. Oh, okay. So it's almost like That's the cool. mini Nintendo and Super Nintendo that came out that you can hook your TV up to. and Yeah, put a I'm looking at, a, at yeah. a picture of this next to like a turntable on on like a mock-up. <clears throat> and it's the same size as the turntable. As like wow. A okay, player. that is a lot. Okay, that's a lot larger. It's like than if I you wanted to play with your Stretch Armstrong and make him dance on the yeah. DDR pad. <laughs> so other than like plugging it up to the TV and using actual dance mats, can you play it like just as yeah. a standalone? Yes, you can play DDR with your fingers on the little dance pad. If you is there any to. way to remove those red bars? Because that seems like they would be um, in the way. That's yeah, how you do cool I don't tricks. Know. Maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how you get. You got to jump over the. Like red I feel bar. like you'd be like. <laughs> oh yeah! Look, you can. Here's a picture of the machine with, and there's no red bars. See how it's like the. the you could pull the dance pads away from the machine. Oh, nice. Okay. It has a wire. And you know, it wasn't until today that I realized that this is being crowdfunded. It wasn't just like being made for yeah. the oh, anniversary, yeah. but it's being crowdfunded. It's being crowdfunded. I think that's so weird. Yeah. Like, people love DDR, I Japan. guess. But like, yeah, and yeah, we don't even know if it's like going to be yeah, can I go international. If, oh, I, true. if I back do you it, get it? Like, do I get it? Will it ship one to you in America? I imagine it's going to be expensive to ship. And, and this game, it has three DDR games on it. It has the first three arcade games, and it does have this the UI of the arcade game, which is really cool. And I'm sure this is going to be, you know, you could probably mod it at some point if you want to add songs to this. Not not legally, but. And then it comes with stickers uh, to where you can decorate it as your favorite DDR machine. You can nice. put third mix stickers oh, on cool. it, or you can. Put that's it. so cute. This I mean, is, if it's, it's really got third idea. mix, then that's yeah. And, you know, it won't have that's every awesome. third mix song, but again, hopefully the modding community will be able to to break this thing open. And um, yeah, oh, how they, many they confirmed songs are there? There's like twenty or something. Yeah, and there's there's gonna they're gonna be announcing more songs. Um, but you know, licensing is kind of the hardest thing when you're looking at a, a rhythm game. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. but luckily, uh, a lot of the stuff that that's popular in, in this game is kind of in house at Konami. So I assume that that'll mm-hmm. help with getting you know more songs on the unit. I just don't get why Konami isn't just making it. Why is it crowdfunded? Yeah, you I don't. Crowdfunded. They don't. Well, it's not a. Uh, it's not a. <laughs> What's what's the like slot machine games they do now? Yeah, pachinko, pachinko. machines. Actually, that's like a, the perfect slot machine. <laughs> like if it looks like a DDR machine. I bet there's a DDR pachinko. <laughs> this says that it's uh the crowdfunding begins today in Japan, and it is unknown if it could appear worldwide. Well, that's just not fair. Really, yeah. I, I want this. Well, I so mean, weird. I'm sure there are <clears throat> means to. Get this shit from Japan. It's harder than you. You gotta get like a shopping service. Oh wow, interesting. Well, maybe if it's funded, they could do like a worldwide web thing. Then they can make more money. Yeah, you know. Anyway, numbers number go up. Last headline for today: Lego teases Animal Crossing theme. Yeah. What a crossover event. So is this in the Animal Crossing game? They look like Legos. Or, no. Oh no! It's a it's a literal it's a toy Lego line. Set. Literally, yeah. Lego. oh Lego okay. I, the link the link just loaded. Okay, wow. Steven and I were talking about like what if they made them amiibos and oh, like no. what if they did every single Animal Crossing villager like amiibos and like they put them in blind bags, sold them oh, at Target. That's a lot of money they will make. Fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never financially recover. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Paycheck. <laughs> but say, Lego is already way too expensive. So. Good lord! Like, yeah. yeah, if you get like a five dollar blind box on each Animal Crossing character, they would make <laughs> so much money. They probably would. It prints money. It do. So. It do. In the first uh, teaser trailer, it features all of these characters. I'm gonna say these names. I don't know who any of these people are. Rosie, 
Love them. Mm-hmm. Bunny. Classic. Marshall. Cap'n. Mm-hmm. Fauna. Julian, Isabel, and Tom Nook. I have heard. I know of those two of those people. Yeah. I knew three. Tom Nook's coming for your knee. Who doesn't know Marshall? He's the cute squirrel. I am He's Marshall. so cute. We are Marshall. <laughs> Probably ran into him. Yeah. A new Captain. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's on breakfast cereal. I mean, Lego. I'm sure saw success with their Mario sets that mm-hmm. they released over the past couple years, so it makes sense for them to send another franchise that way. Um, I'm surprised it's not something like Zelda. I don't know. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Seems I guess Animal Crossing is huge. Yeah. That's very true. That's very yeah. true. And it's all about designing your own thing, which is that's true. It's all building. That's probably it probably lends itself Lego. perfectly to it. It's a great point, Neil. That's why it's you... almost like a theme set, but also random in one. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy home designer set. So oh my God. <laughs> now you can build your house in real life. If you like Lego and you like Animal Crossing. Get ready for this. Got to get those Lego booster packs. <laughs> so that's it for news. Let's see what's coming out this week. A handful of releases today on October 10th, starting with Forza Motorsports. On... Is this the gritty reboot? Yeah. The, yeah the, 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 the Forza. No <laughs> the Forza. Xbox Series and PC. Uh, yeah, it is. It's like the eighth one, I think, but it is just no, it's Forza Motorsport. The... They're starting the lore over. That's it. He goes uh, to prison, gets break, get broken out, and he's got to readjust <laughs> to life outside of prison. The car does. Uh, Honkai Star Rail coming out on PS5. I love Hawkeye. He's it's my favorite been Marvel character. Hawkman. <laughs> it's been out on, on mobile and PC earlier this year. One Renee thing I saw about this head. game, too, is it's like $10 on PS5. But I guess it's one of those things that's like... They probably like give you some. Let's say, do I get like a, a some of like whatever the the, the V bucks are? Yeah, like whatever the currency is, just to kind of like try That's, to get you so in there. Yeah, it costs money. It's supposed to be free. I thought it's free to play. I, oh, I know it's free on like mobile, but I'm pretty sure it's ten dollars on PlayStation Whoa. Five. I think you're correct, Neil. Whoa! But like That's I said, crazy. I think it's one of those like kind of like how like you know you pay thirty dollars for Fortnite mm-hmm. in a store, but it's really just like all the V bucks and skins. Mm-hmm. It does say nine ninety nine on it's the PlayStation Store. It's perceived value, right? So it's free on your phone, but they don't want it to be like this is a phone game. So yeah. it's like not a phone game; it's a ten dollar game that you're buying. And, has and gotcha. And y'all were just saying fourteen ninety nine. You know, it's so <laughs> five dollars yeah, less than that. That's true. Um. So. Renee's shaking her head as a Genshin fan, not a fan of the uh, the next joint from Hawkeye. I like <laughs> I. If this had already been out and my friends were trying to get me to play Genshin, I'd be like, "What? I'm already playing Star Rail because I sure. would have started Star Rail before I started Genshin. That's fair because it's a turn based RPG. Like, mm-hmm. of course, sure, with cute characters. Um, and I like the space theme, but I just, I can't do another one. I can't do it. I <laughs> no, know yeah. myself. You know, yeah, is mm-hmm. it Shakespeare said, "Know thyself." Yes. And I know I know myself, and I know that I cannot. Not that like I won't well, or that I shouldn't. It's that I I can't. Mm-hmm. Right, because you're starting from nothing, right? Can you imagine like the progress you've made so far in Genshin and starting over from the beginning of that? Like, well, it's not even that. Like I, when I get in my head that I want something, oh yeah, I like I do not stop. Sure. So in Genshin, I, as long as I've just got one gotcha game that I'm playing, of yeah, I'm safe. Now, now you'd have to be tracking myself. two different. But if I have two, mm-mm. yeah, no, it's all all new characters. And I've kind of, I've kind of like hit the opposite because, like, you know, Final Fantasy VII is something I really love, mm-hmm. and they have a gotcha game now, and it's like gotten to the point to where I'm like, it's so frustrating with the walls in it that like I don't want to pay money. 
So yeah. it's like I'm just like I'm oh. basically logging in to get my dailies, but I'm like not even really doing anything in that game anymore. <laughs> yeah, man, you make slow progress. Yeah, slow progress, slow so, progress. See, yeah. I know Star Rail is good. I know it's very good, but I I'm just sure I cannot. Fine. I cannot play another one of those games. So. Mm-hmm. A uh, little gator game on PS4, PS5, That's Xbox One, and That's Xbox Series. <laughs> little gator game. <laughs> Love it. That is what it says. That's a I game that comes in checks in <laughs> 1997. Like, oh this. my god, what is this? Did you? Oh, Look this looks this. awesome. Yeah. Little Gator this game. This rocks. It reminds it me so of a. Cute. There was like this little game that came out a while back called Frog game. Gun. Frog gun. Frog, gun? Frog gun? Yeah. Frog gun. Frog gun, something like that. I don't know. It's it's basically a game like it's a, it's a PS1 styled game where you have a frog as a gun and it's incredible. It looks so cute. It um, is. Shoot, it reminds me of that uh, there's a PSP game where it's like a little girl with a drill or something, not drill. Mrs. Driller. <laughs> <laughs> Fat princess. Are you thinking like well, anyway. Tokobot? Not Tokobot. Yeah, that wouldn't be. Guriman. Guriman. Mm. Yes, Guriman. Ah, yeah, one. Frog Gun reminds me of Guriman. So what what is this little Gator game coming out on? Um, it's already Everything? out on Switch and PC. Hell yeah. And now it's coming out on PlayStation and Xbox. Okay. Previous gen and current gen. Okay. Gator game. I might have to check this out. A little Gator game. Uh, I guess the most recent the most recent largest game in the world is finally coming to PS4. Anyone want to take a guess? Yeah, Hawkeye. Roblox. Steven has it in front of him. Well, oh. it's also, as a Roblox investor, I think all PS4 players should check out Roblox. Yes. Finally. So also dropping. Um... Why buy one game when you can buy a thousand games? <laughs> yeah, when's Animal Crossing coming to Roblox? Because that just makes my backlog huge. <laughs> Can't say that, Neil. Of course. <laughs> Roblox has been. children around. Roblox has been out on PC since 2006. And um, came to iOS in 2012, Oof. and a bunch of other things. Until now, it's finally out on PS4. The first venture of Roblox onto a PlayStation machine. It came oh, out on Xbox finally. One back in 2015. So, uh, and finally on October 10th, Wild Card Football on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series, Switch, PC. Is this is card based game? That actually sounds awesome. If it is, is this like a? It has the NFL PA license attached to it. This sounds like a game that we would have... Wait, wait, wait. No, we did come up with a... I, a yeah, card a based... dating. No, we did a dating. It, look, it's, it's, it looks no, like that. Remember just... when they made like NBA Playgrounds and NFL Playgrounds previously? On a, mm. And we talked on the Saber show. Interactive. Oh, Colin Kaepernick is... Uh, yes, Saber Interactive. Colin Kaepernick's on the cover of this game. Yeah, oh, he's in the NFL. Okay. Um, so, yes, Saber Interactive. My only thing I remember about these games is we came on the show and Neil talked about how much he enjoyed it. And then Steven and John Michael were both, or maybe it was just Steven, was like, hey, here's all the bad things in this game. And then Neil was like, oh, yeah, this game is bad. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. Uh, so and that's wild also card football? Wait, no, no, it was um, NBA Playgrounds or whatever. Oh, made by yeah. Saber Interactive, the same yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry if I poo-pooed your game. Oh, no, it's, it's actually really bad. It was, <laughs> okay. it was like one of those games I like... I felt like it was good, and, and then it just, it really wasn't. Mm-hmm. Just really that wake-up call sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Total War Pharaoh, all coming out on PC on October 11th, which is more Total War. It's probably $90 War. for that expansion. Uh, on October 12th, which is Thursday, right? Day is Thursday, yep. Right. Salt Sea Chronicles, PS5, Switch, and PC. Okay. 
And on Friday, Lords of the Fallen, parentheses, 2023. Yeah, we're going to give that one another shot, aren't we? On PS5, <laughs> Xbox we're, we're Series. Try that one more time. Let's run it back. And PC for, I guess, yeah. Let's so, do Lords of the Fallen again. This is the second Lords of the Fallen game, but it's not Lords of the Fallen 2, and it's not from the same developer that made Lords of the Fallen. <laughs> no, yeah. So the Lords gonna... of the Fallen. They got to take it away what? from them. <laughs> Yeah, I it's don't... Lords of the Fallen two. No, it's no, not. it's not. Oh, two three. It's just Lords no, of the Fallen. It's the Lords oh, of yeah, the Fallen. Oh yeah, two oh two three. So that's it for your new releases this week. I'm ready for Lords of the Fallen. 2023. <laughs> Another... Which one? I don't know. You have to specify now. I have no idea. And that brings us to the end of the show. You can find Gameware on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/GamewareBR. You can also find Gameware at two convenient locations in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You can email the show, GamewareExpress at gmail.com. We want your user submissions for our 10th anniversary special coming out later this month. Send yeah. us your favorite games, top 10 lists, favorite Gameware memories, and we will incorporate them into that very show. Yeah, write them in or talk them in. Yeah, if you, want to send, or, yeah if you want to send an audio clip, mm-hmm. you can hear your voice over the airwaves. We'll splice it in. And then you're like, man, my voice sounds like that. It's like, yes, you eventually get used to it. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> we want to hear your beautiful voices. You can find me on threads. I am at Adam Arinder. I am on threads at JM Carly. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on Blue Sky. Nice. <laughs> and I'm, what am I? Steve Gameware. <laughs> that, sounds like, that sounds like some airline points thing. Yeah. You get a free drink. <laughs> I need to be on Blue Sky. I think I need to do that. But for now, I'm on X. Why? No, I don't Twitter. know. I am. I am. But anyway, I'm on Twitter and also Instagram at Vanilla Law. That's like vanilla, but with a an nay in A-E and an extra law at the end. Also, you can hear some of my cool uh, voice acting stuff because I am a voice actress. You can find that at www.speakingofreneemartin.com. Kaboom. And I don't really have anything else other than stay tuned for 10th anniversary spectacular. So hype, so hype. Yeah. Seriously, it's like going to be three hours long uh, <laughs> on October 27th. And, you know, cheers to us because it's 10 years this week. We did so it. So yeah. we did it. We're, we Let's keep it going to we the still next still like 10. each other somehow. Somehow. <laughs> for all these years of working together and hanging out together and chatting together and then trying to do a podcast together. We are all still friends somehow. So no one else us. talk about video games with what us. What did y'all think of that little Polaroid? That I was really adorable. Wasn't that so cute? Such a good picture. I also remember oh, like the drawing you did. Oh, yeah. Like uh, the Gameware group from yeah. like, 2007 or 2008 or should, something really like that. You should post, yeah. that, uh, post that to, to the Gameware page. The, okay, our, the our, Polaroid? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Ooh, Adam, you should make it our, our the episode picture. Maybe for the 10th anniversary spectacular. Oh, I don't, uh, never mind. I'm, don't, don't listen. I'm not, I'm not going to ruin anything. <laughs> so going to go reverse order. Renee, Steven, Neil, John Michael. As always, thank you so much for joining me this evening. Because I know we just recorded for like three hours yesterday, and now we're back here. <laughs> no, uh, that was Sunday. No, yeah, exactly. Sunday. <laughs> Everyone out there, of course, thank you so much for listening. We couldn't do this without your support. 267 episodes in, still going strong. Look out for that 10th anniversary spectacular later this year. But until then, be good to each other out there, and we will see you next week. <laughs>